Material Components. Episode 29. Charmed, I'm sure. Greetings, and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers, how you doing? Doing great. Hey, good. Awesome. Uh, hi, everybody. I am Olivia. I will be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I am Elliot, and I will be playing uh, Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. My name is Michael Lisman, and I am playing Sid Emberlight, Half-Elf Rogue. I'm Reed Morris, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Lisman, I think that was a happy medium. Thank you for that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. very understated, very <laughs> elegant. <laughs> no, it was simple, it was to the point, it was nice. I liked it. It didn't put Reed to shame, you know. That that's not hard to do though. Uh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of putting Reed to shame, uh, I would like to ask the same question I ask every time, which is, do you all remember what happened last time? Yes. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, hey, Girl did a pretty good job in that fight, but he also did a very bad job talking to a taxidermist earlier. So that's fair. Fine. Life is about balance, okay? <laughs> the reason I did so well in the fight was because I did so poorly talking to the taxidermist. <laughs> that is how fighting skill works, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Uh, but we, we all had uh, various conversations. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was it. That's all we did. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but. It's nothing but. <laughs> Uh, I uh, Cherish learned um, at, at least a little bit of her, about her, her origin in terms of like coming to this plane of existence. Um, and um, I spent the last seven days thinking about um, really upsetting ways that I could try to find out more information that Olivia and I were definitely texting about yesterday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there are so we'll many ways. We'll sort of see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also had a conversation um, with my, my good new bud, Shikar the Binder, who... <sighs> It's just probably going to get in our way. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I told him <laughs> basically everything we know about this Dahaka cult, except for where they are. So, Which we also don't totally know. We yeah. do. Oh my god, we've gone over we this. We know so the many cardinal times. direction. We don't have a specific and, location. And, but we have, we have a landmark is snow. Like and also hill? big old fires. The hills are alive to, with the sound of cultists, okay? Yeah. We just follow the sound, okay? And then you'll go out to the old Von Trapp farm and find mm -hmm. that their kids are a plucky seven bunch. Seven singing children. Yeah. Always in sevens. <laughs> Magic number. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a... Yeah. Uh, Sid had a conversation with Stormpiercer just about uh, Blue Gulch, uh, sort of the vibe he's getting from it. 
um, sort of how he thinks maybe he might help the people of Blue Gulch. Uh, and then he got a great idea to go and beat up some bad guys. So that's what yeah. he did. It was fun. Just like old times. Um. <laughs> Just a little bit of humming in the background. It's fine. Yeah, is there sound coming from somewhere? <laughs> It is the music of the yeah. people. Oh, oh it's the it's the cultists. We can hear it all the way. How how did I not? I don't know. I like I was I, I went a long time and you. Still I could did. I could barely I could barely hear. It was like cutting in and out. Well, and then finally, our good friend Grawl had a a brief conversation with uh, a taxidermist and nobody else. No one else. Not, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh-huh. it was great. Isn't that right, Reed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing happened. Um, Grawl, in an effort to uh, be uh, more like his enemy, uh, one Phineas Finebrook decided to go out on the town and better himself by being fancy, which didn't happen. He spent a very long time talking to a very creepy taxidermist um, who was sizing him up for things. Um, infer what you will. Um, it's bad stuff. Mm. Um, and then, and then he also had a conversation with uh, Phineas Finebrook in the in 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 the Spooky Lands or the, in the giant library, the archive, or whatever it is called. Indeed. And many an insult were thrown at his way. It's true. They're very funny. There were kind of really two conversations happening inside Grawl's dream. <laughs> Grawl was hurling mm-hmm. insults at Phineas Finebrook, and Phineas Finebrook was dropping large swaths of character hints and trivia about what really, his like, motivations are. Begging, mm-hmm. begging Grawl, which, like, you know, like Kill Bill Volume 1, you call that begging? <laughs> But yes, you eventually found your way out of that dream, but not before being uh, told off by a talking dream cat. So that I want to know what the cat is, Mike. That's nice. I mean, sound it. There was a very clear, like southern-ish accent, and and Reed, I know you were saying that, like. You had a theory that it was the mayor. I kind of, I'm kind of with you on that one. Um, I think it's the mayor. Granted, yeah. granted, Grawl doesn't have the best ear for voices. He doesn't really pay attention when other people speak that much. So that could be any Southern gentleman. True. There's, yeah. sure, there's surely more than just the one. I mean, we are but, in the south of the valley, so, you know. True. Yeah. That being said, it could just be a cat. Yeah, it, this is also true. Mm-hmm. But regardless, you came away from that conversation more confused, really, than anything about your place in the whole weird book place dream thing. Mm-hmm. And after that, you had all reconvened at the called shot to try to plan your next step. Unfortunately, that planning was a little sidetracked by... A incursion of fiery, exploding horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you all handily dealt with, for the most part. It was a closer than it probably should have been. <laughs> <Yeah>. Says <laughs> the guy who kept so making accounts. the horses explode in front of his friends. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I tried mm-hmm. to run away and like lure them away, and then they just like one of them crit me, and then the other one hit. So it just did a fuckload of damage. So you know, I tried. It's true. But, I seem to uh, recall. I seem to recall me about to finish one off out of nowhere. Some little half elf with glowing eyes and a sword comes over, stabs it for like three damage, and dips, and then explodes, <laughs> yes, and we all three die. Damage. Definitely not <laughs> whatever. thirty damage. That it did definitely happen. Wasn't 30. Yeah. <laughs> And then, wait, 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 hold on cool. to this. I'll just let he the horses stomp two on more times. Time. <laughs> I'll just let them. Yeah, I okay, did take out like, three horses, that's the right. The damage done by the explosion was more than what had been done by the hooves. Do you remember when a horse did, uh, like, 70 damage to me with a hoof? Because it crit! There's, like, Still, that's a, a, one the in, first, a, a 1 in 20 chance of that happening. The first time <laughs> the horse hit or the fire hit Grawl from it exploding, it did four damage. I'm just saying. And like that, I've torn you apart. <laughs> I Mom, think Dad, stop. Up, up comes the Civil War logo. Um. No, no, no. Mom and Dad are on the same team here, okay? It's the, it's the problem child right now with the sword. <laughs> Olivia, you're our favorite. All right. I'll just let you guys That's die. Uh, say it out loud. Know. I'll let you guys die next time, and so I won't get any complaints. So also nothing, anyway. nothing exciting or upsetting happened during that during that battle no, on a different plane not. of existence. No, it no, definitely. There was a brief jaunt to <laughs> the in-between place, the Gray Roads, as they've been called. Possibly the Ethereal Plane. You're you're fairly certain that's at least part of what that place is. And yeah. while there, you had a, a brief but uh, endarkening encounter with the Nightwalker yet again. And like again, the st- the stats on that one, the, the the probability on that one did not work out in my favor. But like astronomical, astronomical, not my fault. <laughs> it's true. Not my fault for blinking into the ethereal plane with eleven hit points against two flaming uh, horses. Fire horses. <laughs> yeah. So seventy games. After defeating the fire horses, picking yourselves up, and kind of getting a, a little bit of appreciation from both the citizens of Blue Gulch and the local Haven Guard, who managed to run to the scene just after it was too late for them to actually help, you had come to the the decision to make your way across the center green and head towards the free hospital for some much-needed medical attention. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So I believe that is where we find our party now. Still hurting after their fight with the nightmares in the center of town, moving past the large pond that is near the center of the center green, and moving towards the northwest chunk of town where Cherish knows there is a place where you can seek medical aid. Yes. So, do you want to just skip straight to there? Is there anything you'd like to take care of just post-fight? Graw would like to. Okay. Um, so curious, they all did, they all did like a literal like circle around the like pond thing. When you were approaching Mm -hmm. them, they were moving in concentric circles around the pond. Yes. Okay. And And there was, there wasn't anyone at the, like, at the, like, it's like a gazebo. 
There is a small island at the center of the pond, upon which there is yet another gazebo. This is apparently one of the main garden features of anything to do with Mr. Von Zorovich, the mayor of town. He's a big, big guy on gazebos. Yeah. So, but there is no um, one out at the center of the island. And there... quick question. Did, so have we, like, Tirza, have you um, told us that these horses were fiendish? I do not think that I have had any time to. Um, yeah. But I, I would... So as you're trekking across the center green, passing the, the scorched earth around the pond, that might be a, a time to say, oh, BT-dubs, dim <laughs> horses were fiends. Ooh, bruh. That tracks. So were they just trying to... Were they just trying to lure us out then? Like, I mean, there are horses. I don't know what kind of fucking contracts they're under, but... Yeah, tough well, to say. Yeah, can we ask somebody? Who do you want to ask? I don't know, one of the witnesses? Yeah. I apologize uh, for being flippant. That's okay. I think everybody I think my arm's off. broken. Yeah, I'm... I don't know what the Nightwalker did, but I'm, like, really tired. <laughs> so... Heading across the center green, you move towards the northwest chunk of Blue Gulch. Crossing the circular road that is the center of commerce in the city, you move down one of the, the eight spokes of the main roads of this town. Just on the other side of the, the primary circular road, you see that there is a low squat building made of wood supports surrounded by adobe clay. It is kind of cheap looking, honestly. It takes up quite a large bit of space, but the construction is clearly... This building kind of predates the beautification of the town. So this building has been here long before the, the park was made to look beautiful or the streets were all organized the way they are. Ooh. And it kind of tells. Like, other buildings mm -hmm. on either side of this low squat clay building are much better looking, and they kind of use this building as a support, because it's not going anywhere. Mm. Written in a crude black paint above the swinging doors into this place is the three words. Mm. Hospital. Oh. Okay. What does that mean? Um... So, this is a hospital run by goblins. Would I know I mean, that? You you would absolutely know that. Yeah. So, I think on our way there, yeah, Cherish is like, so this is a hospital run by goblins. They have a pretty okay track record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm hesitant to just start, like, saying stuff, because I don't, I, I, like, I should probably just say, Mike, hey, what, what's up with this goblin hospital? <laughs> well, the, the free hospital is a, a bit of an institution here in the Blue Gulch. 
it is long been a tradition that there should be a place in these rougher parts where even people who can't afford it can go get medical treatment. Yeah. In the last, I will say, 30 years, it has been run by a particularly ingenious goblin named Mixamilio Bogscorch. Oh, it's my, it's my, my cool, my cool buddy. Oh, fuck. I gotta pull up my Blue Gulch doc. And, uh, his never-ending quest to perfect the healing potion. Yeah. Free samples. This is not what I wanted. Uh. Where is my blue gulch? Oh, I'm in the wrong one. Okay. So. Here we go. Mixamilio is definitely mix, mix, the mix. the head, the, the the chief doctor of this facility, and he employs many goblins, but he also employs many of the underpaid within the city to go do mm-hmm. random jobs for him. I yeah. I imagine that Cherish definitely like like I imagine there was a period of time where Kalkin was very like overprotective of Cherish, like tried to like keep her inside most of the time, but mm. I imagine that <laughs> Chair snuck out a lot, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and like definitely was like one of the kids who like would go and grab stuff for him because she was just like, yeah, like I I like stuff, I like to do stuff and know stuff. <laughs> what can I do and know? <laughs> Speaking of kids, you see a tiny girl that. Sans horns still reminds you of perhaps a younger you with like a kind of a smock dress just running past you and she's mm-hmm. got something grasped in both of her hands and she goes charging through the double doors leading into this place and there's a foop, 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 as they settle back down. But she definitely like shoves past the four of you as she runs inside. Mm-hmm. Ow. Um, yeah, no, no, no. If yeah, if this is if this is Mixer's um joint, yeah, no, Cherish. Yeah, Cherish is like so. This hospital is run by a goblin, Mixer. He's so cool. Um, so yeah, don't be. I mean, you guys aren't rude. At least Tirza, you're not rude. But <laughs> girl, so, you I- just don't understand social conventions outside of Goblin? I know Goblins very well. It's in my name. Yeah, but like... I'm literally part Goblin. I know, but like, in terms of like Goblin... I'm their boss. Yeah, exactly. See, there's the problem. (laughs) No. There's the problem we run into. I'm not literally their boss. It's just that's what that means. I'm not going to be like I'm. I'm your boss. Not okay, good. That. I mean, that's all I'm worried like, that's about. That's what the word "hob" means. Okay, that's that's all I was worried about. Yeah, I'm I, not going to bust down someone's door and like, hey, make like, fix me up a potion, please. Well, actually, that wouldn't. It's, that was pretty polite, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the meanest you can get, Grawl? Oh, no, I could say some other terrible things, like, uh, the, I hate the sconces in here. Oh, man, your interior decorating's awful. Who did this? <laughs> You're not very good at being mean, are you? Yeah, that that's... I've, how. What, what worse bro, thing can you think of than insulting someone's, like, home? I, I, think, um, I think you're very rude, girl. I think that's... Thank you. 
Thank you. I, that's all I'm looking yeah. for at this point. Thank you. Thank you, Teresa. Okay. Um, and to respond to you, Cherish, if they heal me, I will be, I will be so nice. I will. Person, if they don't heal me very well, I might not be nice. Is that fair? Yeah, I'm just like all right. Like, right. This this place is full of people, like folks who. Like, we, we just, like, killed a bunch of goblins on our way here, like... I mean, hobgoblins. Well, the goblins on the... Anyway. No, we straight um, murdered some goblins, too. We did straight I, murder I some goblins. For, yeah. But... I've been here for, like, I don't know. It's just, like... Whatever. I'm tired. I mean, and... as long as he's not actively trying to kill us, I think Exactly! We'll be fine. I mean, that's, that's right. it. That's all. Right. That's all I'm you saying. Know? Like, it's not going to be that weird. You're mayors of fucking vampires, so at this point, uh, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Proceeding through the double doors, you are met with a very well-lit, long, open space in here. You're immediately struck by the number of beds just inside the door. It seems as though this is, at least at first, it seems to be all one big room with dozens and dozens of low cots spread out in even rows. You see a lot of humans and lizard folk scurrying around, tending to people in cots, and occasionally they will, like, tip somebody up and grab a flask from this, like, rolling tray that's being pushed in between the cots, and will dip it down into their lips and they'll let out like a <coughs> cough and then settle back down onto the cot. There are some people with broken arms or legs that are being splinted and treated. Other people are having poultices applied to burns on their hands or on their face. Mm -hmm. And you see uh, that little girl running towards the back of this room, she's moving towards a, a large metal door that is at the rear of this room that seems to go to a second chamber. And yeah. without letting go of whatever's clasped clasp between her hands, she'll, like, pound on this metal door with her forehead and, like, bang, 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 bang. Like, she's knocking on it, but she doesn't want to let go of what's ever in her hands. Is there anybody we can check in with? Um, a lizard folk will kind of slink up towards you as you enter this place, and she will say, uh, she's kind of got these big, bright fins coming down off the back of her head. You haven't really interacted with a ton of lizard folk, but they are very, very, very brightly colored creatures for the most part, especially down here in the drylands. Um, they've got big frills and fins that come out the back of their heads that kind of approximate hair in a way. Uh, the males will have these dangling, like, tentacular bits coming off of their chins or just below their noses that kind of approximates facial hair. The females don't have that, but the females also tend to be a lot bigger. Um, and this clearly female lizard folk will come up to you and say, What seems to be the problem? Uh, we were just in a um a, f a encounter in the center green with some uh fl flaming horses. Um, just got a little banged up, so. Just this flat reptilian gaze staring at you, and she'll say, "Is anyone actively dying?" 
Uh, no. Not at the moment. I mean, I don't know what ten hit points means, but... Sixth no. row! And she'll point you down towards the far right side of the building that seems to be a little less populated with people who are just kind of waiting their turn, who aren't in immediate danger or being treated long term. Thank you. So, you go over there, find some cots to sit on. There are some folding camp chairs you could sit on as well if you wanted to. It seems these are the... Anyone over here are people who are just kind of just like... Yeah, I've got, like, a broken arm, but it's not going anywhere. Huh. Yeah. Uh, near the back of the chamber, you'll see this big steel wheel on the door begin to spin, and the door will let out a hissing sound, and it'll swing inward. And uh, you see a a slight frame backlit by weird green, red, and yellow lights, and it'll say, Ah, Joyce, come in, come in, come in, come in! And the little girl will, like, scamper in over the thing and move I into the back room. I think Church tries to, like, lean over just to, like, do a quick wave. And the door immediately shuts. Um, he probably didn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> He's always really busy. And you're only left waiting for a few minutes before uh some a human attendant comes up. It's a, a male nurse. He's wearing this white kind of jerkin. Um it's got a little emblem on the side that looks like a little red potion. Nice. And cool. he has a, a clipboard and uh there's a piece of paper on it that looks to be just a series of checkboxes, and he mm -hmm. begins running down, like, what your problems might be. More than not, it's checking off what isn't wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I imagine you guys have some burns, probably. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. burnt. Burnt. I got a lot of fire damage. You're well toasted. <laughs> I had 28 fire damage. So it's like lacerations, blunt force trauma, burns, and like you're starting to stack up all these different injuries and this guy's just like, what on earth were you doing? Did you start wrestling with a steel forge? Ah, oh, so close. Actually, so close. a flaming nightmare horse. Can you believe it? I really can't. <laughs> Me neither. I, if I wasn't I, uh, bleeding so much, I wouldn't yeah. bleed either. <laughs> there's like, like a cherish sort of like un unbuttons her blouse enough to like. There's like hoof marks on her ribs. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll say, "Oh, um, okay." And you'll see there's a big box at the bottom of the page that just says "Adventurers," and he'll. <laughs> Nice. Check it. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, should have, we should have started with Local that. Idiots. All right. Yeah. You know, got yeah. kicked in the head one too many times. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, well, uh, the the doctor will see you soon. Thank you. Great. And uh, sure. this guy will go over to the iron door and clunk, 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 knock on a little bit, and you'll see the little girl kind of like hop out of the door. Um, 
followed by this short figure you'd seen backlit by the lights before coming out into the the well-lit open room. You can see he is a uh, hunched little goblin, his screen, his skin gone from like a bright, vibrant green that you see in a lot of younger goblins to like this old, like a almost a rotting olive color. And he's got these like black little liver spots on his face, uh, wrinkles for days. No hair to speak of other than what's coming out of his big pointy ears. And it's these big nice. white tufts coming out of his ears. Oh, love it. Got this long crooked nose and he's kind of like beady little eyes. And he's uh, talking to the girl and he's saying like, okay, dear, now you need to go get me about six more of those. And then we'll be really cooking. And then the the orderly will kind of come up to him and uh, hand him the clipboard, and the goblin will take it with these, like, kind of gnarly... Uh, they almost look arthritic in terms of, like, they're shaking until they grab something, and then it'll, like, get really, really tight and, like, well-focused energy, and he'll, like, grab a big old pair of spectacles out of a coat pocket. He's wearing this big, long, white lab coat that looks like it's sized for a human, so it's dragging on the floor behind him. <laughs> And he'll put on these spectacles at the end of his big, long, crooked nose and like, Oh, adventurous! Oh, adventurous! Okay, okay, let's deal with these fools. And then he'll look up and go, Oh, Cherish! It's the delight to see you! Hi, Mixer. And he'll sort of, like, bustle over. He's kind of, like, walking with this little, like, back and forth in his shoulders as he's holding the clipboard, the little tails of his coat dragging behind him. And he'll walk on over to the four of you and say, Oof, uh, we got second-degree burns there and lacerations, and I think that's a hoof mark on your head there, son. Yeah, it might be. Oh, terrible, terrible. Uh, let's see, did you get into a fight with a flaming horse or something? Yes. Yeah, actually. Oh, boy. Four, four of them. Who's four light- of them, yeah. Who's lighting horses on fire? <laughs> they were... I mean, I don't, I don't think that they were on fire when we got there, but I don't think that they, I think that's how they, they, they came out was on fire. Huh. The way, the way the gods made them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gods okay. Make no mistakes. Well, you <laughs> can all, were born this way. You can all walk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Follow me. Follow me. We'll give you the adventurous special. Oh, whew. so fancy. I don't know about fancy. He'll he'll say as he's kind of like waddling away and like motioning you with a clawed hand to follow him. Mm -hmm. Some cookies and a Capri Sun. Yep. (laughs) He'll lead you towards the big iron door. A little girl with free of whatever she was holding uh, is scurrying out through the front doors again. Mm -hmm. You're all led into the back room of this place and you find one of the most complex alchemy labs you've ever seen. Glass tubes running with different colored liquids line the walls. Burners that seem to be magical or possibly uh, really high-tech in nature uh, are bubbling and bringing things up to a boil. There is a small wheel in the corner that is centrifuging something, and it seems to be powered by a small hamster running on a wheel. <laughs> does this uh, does this put the alchemical re to shame? Which one? 
the the alchemical reef. Oh, at uh, Duskwalker Import and Export? Yeah. I mean, that's just a place where there's lots of things that are in bottles. This is clearly oh. a place where things things are being made. Ah, I was going to say, I don't think Tears has ever been in a place like this. I definitely have Place haven't. of science. I would say that Alchemy isn't something that's completely unknown to the Jarashir, but it's never done to the exactitude that this is clearly being done. Like, there is and measured chemicals and stuff lining the walls, whereas the Jarashir's methods were a bit more, like, homebrew. It's like, okay, you take the root of this and the powder of this, you mash them together, and then you spread it on the wound. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, again, beyond the fact that I can magically heal people, I don't think she has a very practical knowledge of what actually goes into healing people. <laughs> right. Mm. Uh, that was maybe something you uh, skipped out on when you're with your Hajri training. His actual first you know, aid. There's so many things I skipped out on. <laughs> I mean, when your snake parents... Like, just give you the power to heal people. Like, what's the point? Why, why would you even need to do that? <laughs> but uh, Maximilio will uh, lead you over to this big rolling rack. It looks like a library cart, but instead of books on these, like, slightly curved shelves, there are these big, huge, almost buckets of what look like potion, and they all have different ladles in them. It's like, okay, okay, uh, let's see, let's see. Um, and you can see that each of the buckets is also numbered. It is 1,348 through 1,352. Okay. And it'll say, these new batches, they're showing promise, they're showing promise. You see, uh, uh, and he'll, like, walk, waddle over to the last bucket and he'll take, uh, on a desk, you see, is set a small jar with a firefly in it. And it's sort of just like ah. kind of lazily buzzing around and uh Mixamilio will like bring it up and like shake it a little bit and the firefly will light up a little bit. It's like ah ah excellent, excellent and he'll waddle over to another part of the lab and he'll pick up what looks like a a, a spoon, but the, the head of the spoon is made of some kind of really fine crystal. He'll wander Ooh. back over to the, the firefly jar, shake it again so the bug lights up, and he'll hold the spoon up next to the jar, and the light seems to fade from the bug and diffuse into the crystal of the spoon. And he'll say, yes, perfect, perfect, bioluminescence should be perfect. And he'll dunk the spoon into the second from the last bucket of potion and stir it around. And then he'll bring the spoon out and, like, give it a little... Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That's ten. Chef kiss. And he'll turn to the four of you and say, Okay, who's first? I'll go first. Do... Are these... Um... Like, how do I ask, do we need to sign waivers for these? Are these experimental potions, Cherish? Is this... Safe? Couldn't be yeah. safer, my dear. Couldn't be safer. I guess you did just drink some of it. Yes, and as as of right now, I am not currently dead, nor am I growing any kind of uh, diffuse extra limb out of my nose. That happened once, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Was I there for that? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Though you've definitely seen times when, like, Mixamilia will be out in public being the completely wrong shade of color, or uh, mm -hmm. have like large hands instead of ears or I think I think I bring that up. I think I'm like, "Oh, and that's having the the time you had hands as ears. Oh, that was so much worse." <laughs> it was actually pretty useful there for a week or two until they turned evil. Yeah. So you got to watch out for. Got to watch out for evil hands. <laughs> for what? <laughs> anyway, I'm sure that won't happen this time. So, Cherish, if you wouldn't mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he'll... It's like, any of these should be perfect. Just uh, take your pick. Hmm. The middle one. Okay. So, uh -huh. you take the ladle out and you take a sip? <laughs> yep. Okay. Dude, hey. Mixer is the coolest person I know, so... <laughs> I need you to roll me percentile. Alright. Uh, let's see. Can I use my cherished dice? I'll just say this much. If you're going to be partaking of these potions, you'll all need some percentile dice ready to go. Got them ready. I'm ready. Uh, 35. 35. Okay. So, I need you to roll me 3d4 and mm -hmm. 2d6. Should I give you the total separately or together? All together. Okay. Okay, so that is... 10, 19. 19. That is how many hit points you regain. Cool. Now I need you to roll me those percentile yet again. Um, 54. 54. Okay. You feel this strange fortification entering your body. There's just this strengthening of something within you. There's an internal, like, bolstering of something. You're not quite sure what it did, but you feel immune to something. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, I feel a lot better. Excellent, excellent. Uh, what are you feeling exactly? And Mixamilia will take some notes. Uh, well, I definitely feel healed. Um, I think she she checks the the hoof mark on her ribs again. I'm sure it's gone. Mm. Um, and I I feel like I feel like there's something. I feel like if I if there was something I got hit with that I wouldn't be affected or if I if I ate something I wouldn't be affected I feel stronger somehow but not like I could lift stuff interesting like, interesting okay okay but I don't know what the thing is because like because hmm. like I'm immune I I'm resistant to fire damage and it kind of feels the same way as that as that feels but like stronger Okay, interesting, interesting. All right, and uh, let's see. Tifling, and and he's making notes, and it's like all the variables that could be affecting you, yeah. and he's just like, okay, okay, I'm pretty sure that you might be immune to the effects of alcohol for at least the next month. <gasps> <laughs> 
I want to take that one. (laughs) That's a a blessing and a curse. It's true. Okay, I just want you to know. If anything particularly like awful happens, and I feel like I need to drink it away, that's not happening. You're not gonna have a fun time with that party. Enter a drinking contest. Cherish's mischievous side is kicking up, and And she's like. Hmm. <laughs> to a crazy ass party too. I mean, you guys are staying at the craziest ass inn in the town. It's we true. could scam the fuck out of people. It's about to go down. Cherish, I like the way you think. Cherish, when you get this like mischievous look in your face, and you maybe begin to discuss this a little bit, uh, Mix Emilio will say, "Now, now, that wouldn't be proper. That wouldn't be proper. Don't go abusing whatever gifts these potions are b- putting upon you." Oh, of course not. Of course not. Ooh. I'm trusting you now, Cherish. I, I don't know what I was thinking. She winks at Sid. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Okay. And he makes some notes, and it's like, clearly have to adjust the uh, the, the ratio. Maybe uh, lower the levels of this a little bit. Okay. Okay. All right. Who's next? Grawl. You're up. Mm. I, you somehow I... Yeah, I'm... Uh, Okay. Somehow I get the feeling you're 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 waiting to see what all the like outcomes are, so you can pick the best one. But that that's just me. No, I'm, no, uh, I'm no. I'm actually starting to feel a lot better. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I can I, I can kind of move my arm a little bit. Um. So oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't well, do that. That's well, bad. <laughs> uh, oh, uh-huh. With this mischievous, it's fine. Trip, Cherish is like considering like very quickly like punching him in the arm <laughs> no <laughs> but i don't think she's gonna do it she's still thinking about it though if he keeps I, being a dill hole then she might <laughs> yeah I, I i kind of feel like like even though you you volunteered me to go before you i somehow feel like you are the one that's wanting to go right now I'm especially fine. with that 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 painful arm I mean, uh, I'm gonna I poke mean, at the arm just a little bit. Yeah, hey, look no, at it. No, 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 no. Slap your hand. Cherish, which one did you slap. drink out of? The middle mm-hmm. one. Okay, so while they're arguing and being stupid, Tirza walks up and will point to the one right next to it. Okay, so the one that just had the bio, or the one to the left, or the one to the right? The one, the um, bioluminescent one is the one to the right. right? Yes, correct. Okay. Um, I'll do that one. And Mixmo's like, all right, drink up, drink up. So give me a percentile roll. Um, 73. Uh, wait. Nope, 13. <laughs> That's very different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, I need you to roll me... 4d4 and 2d6. Okay. And that is how many hit points you regain. Yeah. Uh, what's 24 plus 9, guys? 33. 20, uh, 33. 33, yeah. Nice. Now, roll me percentile Damn, one more time. Seventy-seven. 77. This actually is 70. 
Okay, I need you to roll... Let's see. What kind of saving throw is this? Um, <laughs> I'm good at all of those. It's fine. I need I'm you to okay roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh, I'm really good at that one. Against your own spell save DC. Mm-hmm. <gasps> self storm strike. Is it a one? It's a I one. just rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> My hubris. I have flown too close to the sun. I'm oh, so I'm really good at, good at that one. <laughs> <laughs> there is a white cotton ball poof in the midst of all of you, and suddenly standing there looking very surprised is a sheep where Tirza once stood. Good poetry. Mixamilio <laughs> says, Oh my! This is why we needed more of the bioluminescence. Uh, M- Mixer, how long is this going to last? I- I'm sure I- the standard polymorph duration is only an hour. I'm sure it'll wear off. <laughs> uh, Tirza, can you understand me? Uh, nod, head nod. I'm assuming, Mike. Yeah, you still have the personality of Tirza, though all of your stats are that of a sheep. Awesome. Okay, so we don't have to worry about her just running off. So that's good. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> we're not gonna be we're not gonna be able to take her to the cult shot. Alright, girl, guess who's up? You? You're you're up next? You're oh you don't wanna go? I mean I'm I mean, offering. We can, how about I'm, this? We go at the same time. Which one do you want? Uh which ones haven't been drank out of yet? Yeah. The one to the far right and the two to the left. I'll take the one to the far right, because my right arm still works. Okay. <laughs> um, I will take the one, I will take the one second from the end uh, that hasn't been drank yet. Okay. Both of you give me percentile rolls, and uh, Mixamilio will definitely say, "Look, I'm sure I can whip something up real quick to uh, maybe uh, disable this uh, polymorph spell." Uh, <laughs> I, I take that as a yes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> the sheep is shaking I, I its mean, head. Oh, okay. Uh, that's fine. Um, just cherish, just pats cheers on that. <laughs> uh, Mike, I got a seventy-five. Seventy-five. Okay, I need you to roll me six d six. Damn. I don't have that. Anymore. You'll need that many eventually, sir. Mr. I Chief know. Chief. I'm going to look up the stats of a sheep really quick. <laughs> Not good at all. They're bad. They're bad. <laughs> Damn it, he beat me to it. Terrible. <sighs> this is terrible. Oh, that's better. Just look at Shay and Grin over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got uh, 25 total. Okay. You regain that many hit points. <sighs> 35 points I'm now at. So, and then I need you to roll me another Oof. percentile. Okay. Waiting for the night. Um, 
from Indiana Jones to come out and just say <laughs> chosen poorly. So uh, thirteen. Uh, Olivia, for the record, I can't find any stats for sheep in the monster manual, so you can just I, use a goat if you want to. I also just found a homebrew one. Okay, I'm sure it's close enough to a sheep. Your strength is twenty. <laughs> Eight. Twenty-eight. Oh yeah, it's super weird. This says I can breathe fire as <laughs> Sid, what did you uh uh thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. So you are facing towards the back wall, and suddenly you feel like this big sneeze coming on. Where do you point to? Um, kind of point, uh, so, well, cause I, three of the walls here are covered in alchemy stuff. And then there's the wall behind you that is fairly bare, uh, covered in weird burn marks and, uh, also has the iron door in it. (laughs) I guess I'll aim at that wall. Okay, cool. Uh, when you sneeze, it doesn't snop, stop. It just keeps going, as though all oh. of the air is being pushed out of your body continuously as you cast Gust oh. of Wind out of your face. We're <laughs> <laughs> righteous, dude. Oh. Cool. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Oh, I'm good at those. <laughs> I'm real good at those. Minus one. Here we go. Thirteen. Okay. You begin skidding across the floor as this wind (laughs) coming out of your face is pushing you backwards. Uh, Does anyone else react to this? Um, I kind of scurry behind Grawl's legs. (laughs) Uh, Mixamelio goes, oh, that's not good. (laughs) Sid, you can't talk, you can barely breathe as just this huge force of wind is being expelled from your mouth and nose all at the same time. Cool. And that's going to last for a minute. (laughs) Grawl, what did you roll for percentile? Seven. Seven. (laughs) Oh, no. no. So, I need you to roll me 5d4. 5d4, okay. Fourteen. You gain fourteen hit points, and I need you to roll me another percentile roll. Percentile roll. Uh, thirty-six. Thirty-six. Interesting. Roll 1d10. 8. <laughs> Grawl seems to grow more weathered and haggard in a weird way. As you suddenly age 8 years... Is this a magical, hey. like, oh, this is eight years in the future, girl? Am I, like, more cool ripped and haggard? Do I have a sweet beard? Or am I just kind of just 
a, an old man older. in the same clothes. You just suddenly you're aged only, eight years. Okay, and you're only like what thirty eight. That that could be an eternity. I could see some shit. I okay. guess. I'm just saying you didn't suddenly hey, skip forward in time. To... Okay. Your body you're just aged it. eight years. Oh and my hey, hip. man, we've all all been there. <laughs> oh, it's gonna rain soon. I could feel it in my knee. And, trick knee. Uh, Mix Amelia was watching both of you as this like kind of happened simultaneously. As yeah, Grawl, <laughs> you suddenly age eight years, and Sid, you're blowing a continuous stream of wind out of your face. And Mix Amelia is saying, "I can fix this. I can fix this." And rushing around, grabbing bits and pieces off of the lab, uh, trying to like ad hoc make a mixture of something that will fix this. Eventually, he throws a bucket over Sid's head. That just, like, stops the wind from blowing, and it's just, like, slowly kind of, like, rattling. (laughs) (laughs) Sid, it's like your head is in a wind tunnel. Cool. Oh, Oh, you're gonna have the worst hat hair. (laughs) Oh, God. Grawl, eventually, he uh, comes over to you with something that looks like a back-scratcher. (laughs) <laughs> and he says, here, take this, take this, and just start scratching. Scratch the age out of you. <laughs> mm, that's the spot right there. And you start the, scratching, and my neck. when you, like, start, it's just like you come away with this, like, it's like peeling a sunburn, and you just start peeling, and, like, oh, you reveal so awful. skin's oh. freshest layer, and beneath Gross. is the younger version of Grawl. <laughs> I, when when he puts the bucket on Sid's head, Cherish starts to like like goes back over to Tirza and like leans down like kneels down and is about to ask her if she's sure she doesn't want mix mixer to do something, and then great girl starts peeling his skin off and she's like, Oh god, and covers tears of sheep. Is it like the, the scene? Uh what is the 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 bad guy from uh the Wolverine or whatever, or where like she cuts and then just peels off the skin. What's what's the bad guy's name from that movie? I don't remember, but uh, uh, yeah, you, ugh, you reveal Grawl's ugh. freshest layer. Um, <laughs> Awful, like you just did a face mask. Kinda. Uh, you feel strangely refreshed, but that might just be the healing you received. And I don't like it. Mix Emilio will turn back to uh, sheep cheap tears and say, are you sure you don't want me to fix? I'm sure it'll wear off in about an hour, but I could fix it right now. <laughs> I take that as a yes? I think that's a no. It's a no. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll look after her while I, I have a question, Mike. Yes. Do I get to keep the 59 hit points I just got or am I stuck at four? Uh, no, you still healed up to whatever you healed to. I'm the strongest sheep alive. <laughs> well, oh, no, we how uh, how polymorph works is you still currently only have four hit points, but if you lost those, you would revert back to Tirza. Oh. Just kill the sheep, then. I close into a fist. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um... Yeah, because I don't think 
any of us know how polymorph works, so we wouldn't know that if we just KO Tirza, she would. <laughs> I mean, be a person I again. would maybe take an Arcana check. <laughs> I don't think Cherish is gonna. Okay, fair enough. Well, then you have Sheep Tirza for an hour. Okay, Shearza, are we going with Shearza? Yes. It's just yes. not near. It's not it's nearly not as, as good as Reindeerza, but nothing ever will be. And Shears is pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, Mixamilio definitely offers to uh, top you off if you are still feeling a little injured. Am I done sneezing for a minute straight? Yeah, after after a minute and after Grawl's done peeling, you can definitely take the bucket off of your head. And when you remove it, your hair is like swirled up like a, an ice cream cone. <laughs> Keep it. Keep it, please. Can I... I could probably use more healing. Can I get? Can I take another, please? <laughs> sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if you don't yes. mind, just uh, uh, try the last one. Let's see if we can get the full range. That would be like delightful. Sure, as long as it doesn't do that again. Um, uh, and behind Sid, you all see Mixamilla going. Eh. <laughs> and, and I cherish is also going. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm down. The the chances the the uh, the the stats on that one, you're probably not going to roll the same percentile you did last time. So, but what I'm if? sure it'll be fine. Um, yeah, and I drink that one. Okay, <laughs> roll me percentile yet again, my friend. Uh, twenty eight. Twenty eight. Excellent. All right, so you can roll me uh, four. D4 and 1D6. Nine. Nine. Okay, you regain nine hit points. And roll me yet another percentile roll. So I'm just getting maximum use out of all these tables. Uh, 32. 32. Sid disappears. Oh my god. <laughs> Sid? I'm going to wave my arm where he was. There's nothing there. Sid? Crap. Oh, Cut to... Oh no! This is great. Sid... Yes. You find yourself in the room you were just in, but it is coated in that blue-gray porcelain sheen of the in-between place. Oh. Okay. You cannot see the spectral forms of your friends, and... All you see is your friends immobile in front of you, covered in that blue-gray sheen. Mixamilio frozen there as well, with a silver thread coming from the back of his spine. Uh, anything else in the immediate vicinity? Nothing that you can see. Can I poke my head out uh, into the main area of the, of the sure. hospital? You see all of the people there are frozen, suddenly still and silent, silver threads leading up out of them. And you see a creature 
slowly creeping along the ceiling. Its head twists in an unnatural way as you poke your head out, and you can see the horrible, milky flesh, the slow, like, splitting grin of the one of the creatures you fought in the alley the first year you got drawn to it, and it will, like, open its huge mouth that kind of splits all the way back to the end of the mandible, this long, pink tongue waving around, and then you pop back into normal reality. Oh my god. Uh, don't like it. No thanks. Sid? And was like ready to- Sid is standing, poking his head out the door of this room. Oh, Sid. Oh, oh shit. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I feel great, you know. And refreshed. M- Mixer will rush over to you and he's like, where did you go? What did you see? Was it just a localized teleport? Did you, uh, did you see something uh, special? Uh, it was the in-between? Is that what now? You were, you were in the ethereal plane. Yeah, yeah, that one. The ethereal plane. The ethereal oh, plane. What, what did you see? What did you see? Well, uh, I saw all of you guys are frozen. Uh, this, this is common knowledge. There was a monster out in the main thingy. Well, was it a ghost? Some kind of specter? No, we guys, we've seen it before. I can't remember what it was called. Um. It was oh, our... from from the from the first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we... the, the very first time. I'm sorry, Sanya. Yeah, you must be confused. If you're in the ethereal plane, you only be seeing ghosts, and none of us would be frozen. We'd be moving around, but all like you know, yeah. you wouldn't be able to interact with us or anything. But uh, yeah, that's how the ethereal well, then, plane. Then works. it looked. Then it looked very similar to the ethereal plane, except okay. people are frozen okay. and there's monsters. So strange. I'm a little sad I didn't get to fight it. I thought, I mean, you know, like, it's been a long time. Tears so probably walk her little lammy self up and just, like, <laughs> like headbutt your leg, but, like, not hard, just, like, up, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Well, that was fun. And, uh, he will, like, write down a interplanar travel, question mark, and then just put, like, a big red X made of tape on the bucket you just drank from. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah seriously. Alright, alright, until we get that variable locked oh. down, I'm gonna say in the, uh, that's a no one uh, mixture, 1,338. Uh, so, can one. I... Can I, uh... So there's the the astral plane was the one I was like researching uh, all that all like a long time ago, and mm-hmm. that was where I read about the silver cords. Mm-hmm. So can I be like, oh, oh, it was probably the astral plane actually. Give me an intelligent saving throw. Yeah. When we level up, y'all, I'm taking that fucking feat. <laughs> Like I'm sure if I went home and read my my journal, like I would know. But in the moment, yeah, probably. Which not. which feet? The um. Keen mind, mind is only a month. Keen mind is only oh. a month. Bummer. Well, I mean, still very helpful though. Sixteen. Cherish, you are suddenly very confused because okay. you had been researching the astral plane, and. That is where you see people connected with silver cords, and that's 
where you were the first year you got drawn into the skein, which is when. Right. Mm-hmm. But you were literally just in the ethereal plane, yeah. and it looks and exactly the... as you yeah. remember it. Except for the slight difference of not seeing people. Yeah. It seems as though there's barely a difference. And in all of your research, that is 100% not true. The right. Eth the ethereal plane is an echo of the material, but the astral pl the astral <laughs> sea is like a whole other thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Super is. Yeah. So then I don't say anything. <laughs> so the information you're getting here Not is quite. very conflicting. Yes. And even Maz in your mind says, "What? Well, that doesn't... That, that can't be. I know. I... I don't understand. This requires further study. Yes, it does. <clears throat> so after that, uh, yeah, Mixer definitely offers to top any of you else off if you want to uh, drink more potion. Yes, I, yes. I'm... I want more HP. I'm only at 30. <laughs> does he have any regular ones? And I'm willing to test them on hobgoblins. And he says, you want a regular healing potion? I, you know, I, I'm just curious. I, I, I'm curious about your, your back stock, you know. Oh. Son, we're not making normal here. We're shooting for spectacular. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't I, want, I'm sick of the, the mundane healing potion. It, it, barely, what was it? Uh, 2d4? What was that? Nothing. It's nothing. Okay. I'm just, oh, right. I, I don't want to impose. You know, like, I, if, if you're working on... We're trying for the next here. step in medicine here, my boy. And that requires risk. Oh, alrighty. Then I'm willing to risk it to get that. I'll tell you what. I, I use uh, what, one of my one of my proven formulas. Uh, does that make you happier? I mean, I'm always happy. I'm just here to help. Okay, you, you seem a little off-put by uh, my uh, current batch. Uh, you no, know, I just, just, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm uh, sorry. I'm, uh, I'm just a little bashful right now. Um, fine. Um, okay, okay. Here sure. you go. Uh, we'll give you one of the Mixamilio specials. I usually save it for your adventuring types as you're moving around. Uh, mm -hmm. Free of charge, of course. You just got to make sure that you, uh, you know, remember old Mixamilio if you ever find anything uh, interesting out there in the world around. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he'll like you scurry over to a cabinet and open it up and you'll see just racks and racks and racks of different sized vials and bottles and they're all labeled with different numbers and he'll like ah, here we go, okay. Good old number 723. This is a classic. Here. Okay, here you go. Down the hatch. Okay. Roll me 1d4 1d6 1d8 1d10, 1d12, and 1d20. Fuck. That's okay. a good okay. one. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. 
Uh, what was it? D4, D6, one of D8. each. Eight. All yeah, of them. Okay. All right. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> okay. So, do you want the total number? Just add it all up, and that's how many hit points you get back. Oh, sweet. 18, 24, 6, 31, 2, 33. Okay. I don't know if sheep can look annoyed, but if they can, I do. <laughs> and as soon as Grawl, like, comes down and he's just like, he looks a lot better and just like, oh, that was gr And then suddenly he is a potted plant. Oh my god. <laughs> Am I, am I a nice one? Am I like a, a, a lily or, what, or anything? What kind of potted plant do you become, Grawl? Uh, uh, Grawl's definitely some sort of like, like what is it, hens and chickens or whatever. Like what? a succulent. Yeah, I'm some yeah. sort of oh, succulent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cute. So that yeah. that is just like a thing for about six seconds, and then suddenly Grawl's back. Anyone else thirsty? I'm thirsty after that. <laughs> hmm. Well, you were a succulent, so you should be fine. A what? A plant. I... A oh, succulent. Okay. They, they retain it. a lot of water. Grawl, you remember okay, like every moment of being a plant. <laughs> it's a Very brief. Serene moment of <laughs> delightful Absolute zen. Absolute peace. <laughs> It's kind of like the. Right now. I was gonna say it's like the Buffy coming back from heaven in. <laughs> Pretty sure that was super traumatic for her, actually. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this was traumatic. No. Just... I think I was a succulent. <laughs> so, uh, what are you doing now? <sighs> Shopping. I'm really intrigued by that gazebo. Yeah. Why are they there? I, I think that we should go maybe talk to some people. Um, but first, can we all look at the chat really quick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so while you all figuring out <laughs> what you're doing next, <laughs> I think it is there that we will take our break. Excellent. And wow, when great, we return. Awesome. How well timed. <laughs> what a great idea. <laughs> and when we return, we shall figure out what you are doing next. Excellent. Lovely. <laughs> Everyone, go to the bathroom before we start. <laughs> Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM. Here today to talk to you about the most useful item that any adventurer can have on their person. Potions of healing. Now, you may be saying to yourselves, But, Omatep, my friend, I would much rather have a great many of other items that you have spoken of. The bag of holding, the boots of salmon striding, heck, I'd even take the deck of many things. Well, you would be mistaken, my friend. Potions of healing are the single most used and useful items in any adventurer's arsenal. They are that last little drop of fight you need at the end of a grand battle. 
They are the pick-me-up that you will require after that battle has whooped your butt very, very badly. They are the thing that will save your life when your cleric is out of spell slots and your paladin has laid their last hand. Now, your standard healing potion doesn't do much, only restoring 2d4 plus 2 hit points, whatever those are. And your greater healing potion may be a little bit better, 4d4 plus 4. Now, superior healing potions are where things start getting really nice, 8d4 plus 8. But if you want the most bang for your buck, you've got to go for the supreme healing potions. That's 10d4 plus 20 hit points. That's freaking ridiculous no matter what level you are, whatever a level is. And you know what's really great about all of those healing potions I just listed? They won't turn you into a freaking sheep. Probably. Most of my potions won't do that. Anyway, let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had topped off their HP and gotten some first-hand experience with the more practical side of alchemy. And now yes, Tirza is a sheep, at least for the next, uh, I'm going to say, like, 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next bit. Yeah. <laughs> because... That joke was bad. <laughs> already made that joke. So, uh, are you leaving the free hospital now? Uh, I think we are. Okay. So, leaving the hospital, you pass the uh, the people wounded, and uh, you can now see that, like, some of the people who were, like, laid up in bed are definitely watching you with keen eyes as you leave the back room, and as the three of you lead the sheep out, a lot of them are just like, yep, we made the right decision, slow but steady, slow but steady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clearly, they were all offered the same opportunities as you and uh, chose the more traditional route of healing. Boo. <laughs> so, you all exit the free hospital. Uh, hmm? Shirza in tow. Also, I want to make it clear that every time any of us have said you in the past break started as mm -hmm. EWP. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes of course. absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> that joke doesn't come across very easily, so it was implied. I think it was implied. Ooh. Okay, okay, good. heavily implied. So, what is your next step? All of Blue Gold slays before you. I don't know what's going on with that gazebo, and then I want to go talk to the mayor. Yeah, we should probably Maybe ask around, see if anyone saw these flaming horses apparate or yes yeah uh, Tirza we're gonna we're gonna go investigate what just happened um <laughs> she tears and nods I'll, I'll <laughs> stick I'll stick with you I guess if we split up uh a sheep version of a shrug <laughs> My speed is 40 feet. I can keep up with you guys. It's fine. Oh, how strong are you? Can I, wow. can I ride? Oh. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> ah, do it. Do it. No, I'm not going to do that. It'll be funny. Do it. It would be funny, but it'd be very mean. Cut to the far distance. We see a celestial reindeer looking on with just like very concerned reindeer eyebrows. 
All of you are unaware of this, but then we cut back to the party. (laughs) So, you want to go about the town, collecting information regarding the appearance of the nightmares. Yes. Yeah, are there still people on the the outskirts of the park? There are, but I think the best way we can accomplish this is through a good old-fashioned skill challenge. Ah, it's a good thing that one of your party members is a sheep (laughs) and you get auto you auto beat the skill challenge well right what are your skills in right now i will say this Um, much eating grass tirza you have all of your skills from before so you are still proficient in the skills you would be proficient with but your base stat is that of a sheep yeah okay Persuasion. <laughs> Is that just like looking real cute? I can only <laughs> let us in. Oh, they got a sheep. That's so. a surprisingly <laughs> convincing sheep. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm I'm feeling so persuaded by this sheep. So yes, each of you must choose one of the skills you are proficient with to do in this skill challenge. And you will then roll that, and we will see whether or not you uh, help contribute to the party. But when you choose your skill, I would like you to describe for me narratively what you think this skill is contributing to your gathering of information around town. Uh, can we, like, confer really quick? Yeah. Uh, mm, maybe Maybe even in character? I know that that's... What? Do, do it. Do best you want in terms of... Huddle up. Yeah. Yeah. Um just in the middle of a street in a huddle. Yeah. <laughs> With a sheep. Yeah. With a sheep. She's in the middle. <laughs> We're huddling so, around her. So low around profile. <laughs> um so I can Well, I guess I don't know. This I guess this sort of requires like I guess I'm also curious about the circle that they were running around the Debo. So like you know, I can go and make and like you know go investigate magic magically around the gazebo and the burnt grass. If I can pick up anything there, okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that sounds like good. It. Hmm. Okay, so I'm assuming this will be some kind of Arcana roll from Cherish. Yes. Okay, so what's the game plan for the other members of the party? I kind of wanted to go talk to the mayor again, because I really didn't do that much chatting with him. You want to go um, all the way to the mayor? I, I mean, hey, we got all day. I mean, I could say the skill challenge will could take the course of the rest of the day, and you'll reconvene later, and we'll uh, dole out results. So we can say that, Tears, if that's going to be the case, then you'll probably revert back to human form at some point. You can more properly contribute to the skill challenge. I guess it just depends on what order it's going to be in, because... There are some skills I can do as a sheep. <laughs> like, wait, like I, I, mean, got I guess, some I guess we skills. wouldn't we wouldn't know in character, but like out of character, I am curious. Oh well, I like I still have a really high insight score, so oh. if someone was telling the truth, I could just like do a little sheep nod. <laughs> yes, just like this a, guy's uh, on the like, up and up. Weird, like divining rod of a sheep. Well, sheep says you're cool, so yeah. <laughs> And I also have only one less score uh, score in athletics, though. 
I like I said, I am the strongest sheep alive. <laughs> mm. So um, Grawl's gonna use persuasion. Um, no, I was. <laughs> well, if you're gonna go good. talk to the mayor, that might be a, a scene unto itself. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because I guess if that's yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna if it's not part could, of the skill, could, if it's not gonna yeah. be part of the skill challenge, then there's something Cherish would want to impart to you. But if we're just gonna talk to the mayor again, then yeah, well, I'll just tell um, you guys the way. I ooh ooh because mm. yeah, the mayor is a is a couple of hours out of town, so it's yeah. it right. requires a bit of a hike. Okay. If you just want to okay. spend the day I, in and around town, though. Uh, I'll put off visiting the mayor for now. Um, but I do want to intimidate some folks. Okay. Um, not not like, not like causing a huge scene kind of thing, but just like low key, just asking around. General low level menace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've got intimidation. We've got Arcana. Um, I would like to get up to maybe a higher. Like onto it, one. I know there's not a lot of super tall buildings here, but maybe look down at the park from a higher angle. Maybe see if I can get a better, better look at it okay. <clears throat> from a different perspective. So I would say climbing up the side of a building would probably be an athletics check. Uh, I was think. Well, yeah, I was thinking like. Looking down, like as the perception. Oh, as perception. I, okay, yeah, I can take yeah. perception as well. Yeah, wasn't just curious. Wasn't the cold shot the tallest building in town? Cold shot is the tallest mm -hmm. building in town. Yes, that's right. Okay, and it is bordering sure the center. It is bordering the center green as well. Perfect. So that that's what I will climb. So I guess before I choose a skill, what exactly are we determining about this? circle just like trying to figure out what they were doing well i'll say this much you are all choosing a skill and based on your roles and your success fail ratio we will determine precisely what you are learning okay i just wasn't sure if we were we we're learning about the crop circle horses yes that's okay um it seems cherish and sid are kind of focusing on the circle itself and the center green grawl is kind of choosing to spread his malevolent influence among the townsfolk, and what Tirza <laughs> is doing is sort of up in the air. Um, you said there were people around, right? Yes, That have, are kind of milling about. I am going to kind of just be nonchalant and wander around in the crowd and see if I can hear anybody talking about stuff. Well, do oh, that. that's good as a in, sheep. In, in, as a sheep? Incog sheep, no? Yes, nice. and I'm going to use... Stealth, because I don't have disadvantage on that right now. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> okay, wow. Damn. <laughs> so Your sheep you, puzzle. You have solved my sheep puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, give me those skill rolls then. We have Intimidation, we have Stealth, we have Arcana, and we have Perception. I'm going to use Advantage. Alright. We can oh. resolve these in any order. Uh, I got a 24. Okay. 13. 13. Mm. Nine. 
Actually, nine. wait, no. Oh. I forgot to add. No, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's, I forgot to add it. My, my stuff. So uh, that's 15. Sorry. 15. Okay. And I got a dirty 20. Nice. Okay. Sick. So the DC for this was 15. So, Grawl, you just squeaked him by. Uh, three out of four. Ain't bad. Ooh. So, Sid, you get up to the top of the called shot, and a crossbow bolt immediately whizzes past your head. And oh, shit. An angry voice from the top of the roof says, Get down off of there, you damn kids! <laughs> Okay. Sorry! As Rosanna I... loads another crossbow bolt into this huge experimental crossbow that she's wielding. I, I want to say for flavor here that Sid did not say he was going to claim the cold shot, because otherwise Cherish definitely would have been like, oh no, don't because she'll fire a crossbow at you. Oh yeah, he didn't mention He's like, I think I know where to go. Uh, <laughs> I don't see any problems with this plan. Right. Yeah. We cut to Cherry Ash. I should have... Oh, I keep forgetting to mention the crossbow thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's this weird thing about shooting people. It's very trigger-happy. Cherish. Yes. You are more closely inspecting the circle that was burned in the grass around the pond near the center of yes. the park. Moving around here, looking for any signs of magic or arcane influence. You're sort of expecting to see some kind of pattern or symbolism drawn in these circles. You're expecting to see something of arcane significance, and you're not really. Hmm. And as you're walking around the circle of this place, it you're not quite sure what you're looking for. All you're seeing is this burned track that's maybe about three feet wide, as the horses were moving around in circles, never running into each other, but moving in this wide circle around. And as you're studying it, you can see that whatever they were doing, they were slowly moving in a tight spiral inward. And since you took advantage, Maz will say, Look at the waterline. And when you do, you can see that maybe about an inch of water has receded from where maybe the pond usually sits. It's like these mm. things were maybe trying to evaporate the water in the pond. Mm. For what purpose, you don't know. But they were using their hellish fires to evaporate the water in the pond for some reason. Interesting. And... The fact that they were at this for, I mean, you heard the shouts of the stampede starting and you rushed out here pretty quick. So they were maybe only at this for a minute at most by the time you got to them. And that the fact that they managed to evaporate like an inch or two of water from this whole pond, which is probably 40 feet wide, is just like, oh, mm -hmm. damn, like that was burning away really quickly, all things considered. Those horses Weird. ran hot. Yeah. Usually at this point I would stick my head underwater, but I'm not going to do that this time. <laughs> Don't worry, I figured out what those things were in real life. I know what they Yet. are. <laughs> I may stick my head underwater, but not this jump. Mm. 
Tirza, you Meh? are a sheep in the big city. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Moving. I about that show so long. I know, right? Um, <laughs> You are moving through townsfolk, and there's definitely a couple of glances of just like, huh, someone's sheep got loose. Um, so you're sort of just... I just look at them with my big brown eyes. Mm-hmm. And I go, bah! <laughs> uh, As you do, you are kind of shuffling through the crowd, and eventually you see that there are two people leaning in the shade of a small awning that is set up near the edge of the park. And they're just chatting back and forth, and they're mentioning to each other that, oh uh, yeah, I saw them charging up from uh, south of town. They just went right up the road. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. Um, and the information you get from these two chatting people is that wherever these flaming horses came from, they didn't just like erupt from nowhere. They charged in from out of town. Hmm. Restriction. They came from the southwest. Mm. Nod my little sheep head very, like, sagely. <laughs> yes. You, uh, stroke your goat tea? Well, I have a hoof, so no. You can still stroke things with a I hoof. Don't, I don't think my legs bend like that. Uh-uh. Why not? Grawl. Mm. Yes. You have made your way to the edges of the park looking for people who may have seen something. And really what it boils down to is you walking up to people going, What did you see? <laughs> Where, Where is she? <laughs> Where's Martha? <laughs> um, eventually, okay. though, you see a, a sweaty-looking boy running into town, uh, Try, starting to cross the center green. He looks exhausted. Um, and he's making a beeline towards City Hall, but he runs directly into you and falls over. And he just looks at you with this terrified gaze as you just, like, loom over him. What's good? <laughs> um, for some reason, I just... Uh... I was like, oh, yes, easy target, perfect, mission accomplished. Um, see, and feeling that someone bumped into me, I'm going to, like, bend down and grab him by the scruff of his shirt and just hoist him up. He lets out a little... Where are you I, going, small fry? I, 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 you know, I'm trying, trying to get to City Hall. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to know what's between City Hall and you? Big, big, big scare hobgoblin. Yeah, that's right. Now, what are you doing, running around, running into people? I, I didn't mean nothing by sir. Just trying, try, try, trying to get to city hall. Got, what got, are you doing at city hall? Just gotta tell the Haven Guard what I, what I done seen. What did you see? I, 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 I saw them horses running into town. They, 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 they coming up the south road, coming up from Mom Paul's farm. And uh, Paul done said, you best go tell the, the Haven Guard what you done seen. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Tighten the grip on the shirt. I seen them horses. I seen them big, flamey horses and, and the little bugger that was riding them. Little bugger? It's a, 
little man just waving around hooting and hollering. And when the, when they pass in the farms, he it's like he just fell off or something. But then he he done vanished. I, I don't know. What did the little man look like? Little red man. He, he had little clawed hands and uh, black horns and little wings. And uh, Paul says, I, sh- I shouldn't be lying about such things and just to t- t- tell the sheriff the flaming horses are coming. Did you see anything else? No, that was it. All right, get lost. I just drop him. <laughs> he skitters away. <laughs> Toss him over my shoulder like it's like it's a piece of paper. I'm done with you. <laughs> Stay in school. <laughs> this bitch empty. So, you all reconvene back at the gazebo where you had confronted the cultists earlier yesterday. And, uh, you... You think it's been an hour? Yeah, about yeah. the okay. about this time, you see Cherish, the sheep, walking across the center green, and then suddenly you stop, and then suddenly you're a person on all fours, just, like, in the middle of this grassy field. Stand you're up in that video of the girl. <laughs> I, like, pull like a chunk of dandelion out of my mouth. <laughs> Put that back. Some some kids would kill for that kind of quality of food. <laughs> and yes, you all reconvene back at the 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 prophet's gazebo. <clears throat> I think we I, I think we share all of our yeah. information. <laughs> yeah, I found a lot of information <clears throat> oh yeah what where did you uh where, where did you um climb up to tallest building in town i've been there <laughs> she shot a crossbow at you didn't she yeah yeah but didn't hit me That's so good. i mean then uh, then she missed on purpose mm. <laughs> yeah i guess that's probably true i just so yeah that's what i discovered don't climb that building Yep, that's a good, that's a good, good thing to What'd do. What'd you guys yeah. find? Um, yeah, it sort of relayed the that they were seemed to be evaporating the water, or at least attempting to, mm. with the the fire and the heat. Okay, interesting. Uh, and yeah, I will say that they were coming from the southwest. And that they were coming up the road. Like, they didn't just poof into existence. Cool. And then I interrogated the locals very, very stealthily. Um, And I uh, found out that there was a tiny red man with horns and wings who summoned them from some place from the southwest. Hey, Mike. Does this little red man with horns and wings sound familiar to me? I mean, I'd hate to generalize about such things, but I would too. Yeah. I would too. <laughs> you've <laughs> only you've only met the one imp, so I've only met the one imp. Hmm. And I think that's what I say. <laughs> I don't I don't know if imps all look exactly the same. I don't know 
I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much the whole thing is like I've only met one imp. So it that would, could it would make sense if fiend summoning fiendish horses. That's Yeah. And didn't we see our little friend at the last you know, realm scar we were at? Do you say that out loud? Yes. Okay, because you super didn't tell anybody that you were awake for that. So <laughs> you were absolutely uh, Sid was absolutely yep. eavesdropping. Yeah. Yep. During the last conversation <laughs> with the lesser, and Cherish didn't tell anybody else about the lesser being there. Mm. I mean, I guess I don't know if she would just assume that Tirza told you. Did Tirza know? I, I, it's been a while since I've heard that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah. So I was talking to the lesser. You and Tirza broke up. Right. But Tirza was the only not, one who came out yeah. after, at least after the conversation was over. Right. Yeah. I'm not a liar. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have been a big deal if you just told everybody. So, fine. Um, yeah. So, you think it's a coincidence? Then. I don't. I don't necessarily think it's a coincidence. I just don't know if the lesser is the same imp as the imp that was riding into town on these horses. Hmm. I did see an interesting little figure when we were coming into town as well. Was it an imp? I it. Trying to remember what it looked like. It didn't look like an imp. The, um, the flute player. Yeah. Yeah. We all saw. Yeah, you all saw oh. the fr flute player. Sid, you were the only yeah. one to interact with it, though. Yeah. That was not imp-like in any it shape or form. -like. It was more yeah. elvish than anything, though. A very mm. odd-looking elf. Yeah. So that's probably unrelated then. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Do you think they had something to do with you, Cherish? With with your bounty? I don't know. I they you said they were fiendish, but I don't know like where they were from exactly. Mm. I suppose we can't just automatically assume that everything to do with devils is is part of that. Maybe we should go find this farm that they were summoned to. That sounds like a good lead. Yeah. Did you mention the the difference between, like, they smelled like brimstone and I smelled like freezer burn? Not that you would know what freezer burn is. I don't think I told you how okay. you smell bad, but different No, bads. and that's, that's <laughs> totally fine. That's mm. totally fine. I'm I'm you're not like, hey, really... they, they, did, they did smell different from you, though. You know how you're a fiend, too? <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm trying so hard to be nice about this whole thing. So, I have a question. What about the water, you think? Or the gazebo? I don't know. It, it definitely... There's something important about it, but I don't know what that is. I didn't you... really pick anything up. Do you Not think it. there's something in the water? 
think that, like you guys so, stick my head in that. That's like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Question, Mike. All of us convening, we're not at the gazebo proper, are we? We're just on the shoreline. You are at the gazebo on the edge of... There are multiple gazebos in this park. Mm. Yeah. There's the island gazebo, which you have never been to, and it seems like no one has. You are underneath the the smaller gazebo where you've seen Jeremiah Payne and his uh, apostles. Uh Mm. I want to go to the (laughs) island gazebo. I want to party down at that island gazebo. Yeah, there might be some clues. Uh Do people... Go go there? Is that a There's I've never seen anyone there. Twenty feet of water separating you from the sm- tiny island. You can spin. Well, uh, that and I mean it just might be faster, like girl can miss you stuff. I, I just meant like ha- I do people ever hang out on that island. Can't you wait? But, can't you do misty stuff just anyway? To hex stuff I mean, first. I mean, I can. I'm just gonna use one of my spell slots, <laughs> as opposed to two. teleporting after the hex, which he can sort of do for free. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. Yep. 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 Cool. Or we could we could do what we did at the tower, and I could cast fly on Tirza, and she could take us over. Or we could swim. It doesn't matter to me. I haven't swam a lot. Yeah, same. It's only, it's only twenty feet. It's it's not too far. None yeah. of you it's are sure fun. how deep it is either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine swimming, Ross. I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay. Should we dunk our heads in first? Should we like? Dive down, explore a little bit. I was just gonna Did fly over. The, I was gonna, just gonna fly over the. I wasn't gonna go. Okay. Let's do it. I can do cast on two people. You could. So, are you all heading over to the island gazebo? Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. Just poke around. All right. Yeah. So, you head in that direction, moving across the center green. As you do, I need everyone to give me perception checks. Okay. Oof. Didn't work before. Let's try it again. Well, that's better. Dirty 20. I got a 10. 19. Okay. Solid one. Nice. <laughs> Tirza, Sid. Yeats. You both notice the small... So, uh, just to set the scene for the center green, this park mm-hmm. isn't one that you can see directly across. There are long lines of, like, trees and shrubs and well-manicured areas that break the line of sight, so that when you're looking at it from one side, you can't see the other side of the city. How Ooh. how big is this, like, city block-wise? I would say it's probably close to, like, imagine Laurelhurst Park, uh, for a very Portland reference. Like, it's a, it's a large park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say, like, city, city block-wise, probably, like, six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Um, mm. it, it's decent-sized. 
Um, and walking across it t would take you a little while. And that's why there's this big pond in the middle, and it doesn't necessarily mess with uh, city traffic or anything. And there are nine roads total in Blue Gulch. There are the eight spokes of the wheel and a circular road that circles the park. As you're moving through the park towards the pond at its center, Tirza and Sid, you notice the small flock of flying creatures streaming across the sky above you briefly. I think, Sid, you wouldn't have a ton of idea of what these things are, but Tirza, you would recognize them as bats. You've spent enough time out in the wilds that you recognize these creatures. And as you all turn a corner and find oh. yourself in sight of the pond, you see uh, under holding his like white parasol, dressed in his fine white uh, suit, his white gloves, his wraparound dark sunglasses, and his straw hat with the, the black ribbon around it, with his pure black kind of bolo tie, the mayor standing at the edge of the pond going, Ah, say, they have done a number on the lawn. So it's either he turned himself into a flock of bats to get there before us, or he just keeps a little flock of bats in like a bag and then just releases <laughs> them when he's close by. No, no, no. no. He, what, he, what he does is he James and the giant peaches the bats and he just kind of Mary Poppins his way across town via a like up Oops. scenario, but with bats. Ah, I see. I see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's beautiful. A beautiful vision you've granted mm -hmm. us. I know. Um, You're welcome. Can't wait to DM for you guys someday. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> and as you round this topiary uh, to get into view, the mayor will look up and say, Oh, what a pleasant surprise. Hello, Mr. Mayor. See? Assume you uh assume you heard about what happened here. I had heard there was some sort of disturbance in the center green and I, I made it uh, uh my priority to sort out such things in my fair town. But clearly well, the situation has been dealt with. Uh yeah, you can say that. You'll look around at the small, like, explosion pockmarks in certain areas of the, the lawn around here. Mm. There's definitely at least one that has, like, the outline of Cherish on the ground. <laughs> That's me. <clears throat> has, uh, anything like this happened before in town? Well, I'm not precisely sure what has occurred here, so I cannot exactly say. Uh, there were some sort of fiendish creatures, horses, flames coming out of them. Oh my, that sounds quite dreadful. It's interesting. I should say so. But uh, they have been dealt with? Oh, yes, yes. Well, that is most excellent. Uh, I'm sure if I'm to make some assumptions here that I have the four of you to thank for such heroics. Well, you know, we we do what we can. We, we're just fortunate enough to be in the area. 
Fortunate or not, you have risen to the occasion, Mr. Amberlatt, and you have come to the aid of Blue Gulch, and that cannot go unrewarded. I'm listening. You've done, you. a, you've done a great service to this town, and I would feel uh, disingenuous of me to not reward such heroics. And he'll uh, reach in back behind his coat and come out with this big jangling bag. And he'll say, Now, I know adventurers such as yourself uh, are a bit of a a mercenary situation when it comes to your generalized incomes, so I am sure a small contribution to your uh, adventuring party could be uh, well and good, as we say, and uh, might treat you right. Would I be wrong in that assumption? Well, I don't want to speak for everybody, but uh, adventuring can be expensive. Uh, of course. Might help us on future endeavors. Of course it might help you. And of course, as you are a help to the town, I only seek to help you in time. I turn to everybody else. Like, is this fine? Is this, is this fine? I don't need don't, any... Don't hate the I money, don't personally need any monetary... Uh, compensation. Oh, Cherish, do not think of it as compensation. Think of it as a donation to your future heroics. Thank you, but uh, I would do it anyway for my town. So, fine. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> And are the rest of you as a uh, a charitable as young Cherish is? Maybe you could help us with some some information instead. It it seems like they were trying to get to that lovely gazebo over there on that island. Do you know why fiendish forces would want access to that? Give me a persuasion roll. Uh, 21. Okay. The mayor will look a little, uh, concerned for a moment, though it's tough to read him because of the wraparound sunglasses and the the wide-brimmed hat, and he'll say, Well, I'm sure I have no idea what such fiendish monsters might want with such a fair part of my city. All I know is perhaps a little money will, uh, go a long way towards easing whatever uh, questions you might have so that you might further your heroics in town. Perhaps might, uh, away from this location. Uh, it's before middle of the day. It's morning. Yeah. I would say it's maybe approaching noon right now. Okay. Does he appear to have I mean, is it is this purely generosity that he's sending this to us, or I think I would need an insight check. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna make one. 
It's like. Nope. 20. 21. Cool. I got nine. Yeah, Sid, this guy totally seems like he's just trying to help you out. All right. Wow. What a nice guy. <laughs> Don't so take nice. his blood money. Chara, she's clearly trying to, like, the money yeah. is a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even roll an inside check. And yeah, I no, I just, up on I, that I, one. I just wanted to make sure that, because out of character, I'm like, yes, this is clearly he's trying to distract us from something but i wanted to make sure that you know yeah. any actions i take in game or right <sighs> and said well, he's holding uh, out the bag of money towards you his gloved hand is exposed to the light but the rest of him is underneath the shade of his parasol God, the, the war on Lisman's face right now. Honestly, honestly, Cherish kind of like uh, there's nothing on. She there's no dust on her skirt, but she like does that motion as a like just to like do something, and it's like you, well, you, you um, kick off some of the soot and ash of the, the yeah. burns. <sighs> well, uh, I I hate to be rude, but uh. Actually, was gonna pop over to the uh, really quick, so I'll just leave you guys. I'll just leave you. Cherish, give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Not gonna get that. And a nine. <laughs> the mayor will say. Cherish, you don't need to go to the gazebo in the center of the pond there. And Cherish, you don't need to go to the gazebo in the center of the He's, pond there. I wanna I don't I don't wanna sell him death sticks. Yeah. We should just take the money. I don't see why not. Uh, the mayor is a kind and friendly presence in your town, and everything he sure. says is only for the greater good. The greater, greater good. good. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <sighs> the charmed creature regards the vampire as a trusted friend to be heeded and protected. Well, Cherish, can you think of any reason why we shouldn't take this kind gentleman's money? You really can't. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I again, personally don't need it, but I, he's... He's being very generous. I am. Cherish. I Fair enough. <laughs> I'll take the money, I don't know. <laughs> okay. The, the sack of money is hefty. Whew! There's a weight to it. As you take and it a hefty way. <laughs> hefty, hefty, hefty. And hefty. as you as you take it, you see in the shadow of the mayor's parasol, the sun slightly catching his wraparound sunglasses to make them flare slightly as this wide grin spreads across his face, and he nods like a perfect gentleman towards you. I'm sure it's fine. I'm work this dude so hard one day, one day. Um, well, Cherish, I think that was a good suggestion. I think we should be... What was? 
investigating what's going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, or wait, is, is this like just like not, we don't need to go to the boat? Actually, everything's chill. It's more that any suggestion the mayor makes seems like the best idea in the world. And why on earth would you possibly disagree with the mayor? Okay, so could I, could I, is it like a, a, a thing where I could be like, oh yeah, we do need to investigate, but we should definitely go check out that farm. That seems like our best lead. Although the target mm. isn't under the vampire's control, it takes the vampire's requests or actions in the most favorable way it can, and it is willing... Well, okay, I'm not going to read that last part, but... Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't think the gazebo is actually what we need to do. I do think we need to go to that farm and see. Yes, there's some kind of farm that needs investigating. I hope no one else was attacked by these savage fiends. Yeah, Grohl, that that person you talked to, are they hurt? Or is their family hurt? Should we go right now? Uh, no, everything seemed to be fine. The, like from what I from what I was told, it was just the horses came out of nowhere and left. They could have we led. Should probably go talk to. Them. Yeah, that's, anyway. That seems like an incredibly thorough idea. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool story. Cool. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Of course, noble heroics, Sid Emberlat, should always be rewarded. Mm-hmm. You just got. Bought by this dude, yeah. Sid. Ugh. Ugh. I'm not keeping this money. Okay, that's good. Tirza, um, how are you reacting to all of this? Yeah. I'm like so uncomfortable with this. And I think that she. Oh, God. Like, half of me is like, yeah, Cherish is the smart one. Cherish's ideas are always really good. And then the other half of me is like, this is weird, and this is not what Cherish wanted to do. Okay, so I think she'll push back on it and be like, Cherish, you you just said you were going to fly us over. We Maybe we should split up. You're right. Maybe we should go investigate and see if, I don't know, see if they've been, this farm has any information. And, and then two of us can go investigate the, the gazebo. But, Tirza, we don't need to do that. Well, why not? If that's what they're going for, if that's what the target is, shouldn't we at least figure out what's going on over there? Can any of us infer, like, make any sort of insight check or, like, arcana check to see that Cherish has this weird swap of, like, mindset that we were all just ready to go over there and now she's not on board with it? Give me an insight check. Groovy. That's not going to do it. <laughs> not with the six. I mean, Cherish is the smart one. <laughs> I don't actually think there's anything going on there. I just, it does It's not important. Um, Mike, how far did you say the distance was? 20 feet? It's about 20 feet to the gazebo, yes. Great, fantastic. Misty step later. <laughs> Ah, good. 
Uh, hey, uh, maybe how, really bad, Mike. Okay, so I just need you to—I just need you to tell me how intensely I'm reacting to this, <laughs> and if by intense I mean um, scorching ray. <laughs> you won't attack your companions unless they okay. actively attack the mayor. Okay. Again, you are still basically under control of your own character. You just uh, think that everything the mayor says is right, and every idea they have is the best one. Okay. Uh, okay, so I'm just like, Growl, what are you doing? It's really nice over here, guys. We don't <laughs> need to be over there. I, you don't need to be over there. I just want to check it out. None it's fine. We're going to go to the farm. How okay, is bye. the mayor reacting to this? Yeah, that's a good question. Is he you still here? an insight check, Tirza. Oh, God. Uh, 15? The mayor seems cool, cool as a cucumber. Yeah, that tracks. Mm-hmm. And says, well, that's rather unnecessary. Yeah, crawl. We're wasting I'm ignore- time. I'm ignoring everyone. I'm, I'm looking for things. Okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are the rest of you doing, Sid, Cherish? Um, I'm actually going to take Cherish's arm and say, well, Cherish, you're you're probably right. We should probably just leave Grawl to investigate, and then the three of us can go investigate the farm. And I'm going to start kind of pulling her away. Um, Mike, where are you about to say? No, go on. Okay, I, I'm just, I just want to know how much I should push back against this. Because as far as what the mayor said is like, Cherish, you don't need to go to that. Right. And by Grawl doing it, it seems like that's completely unnecessary. But also, Grawl is a belligerent kind of dick. So this isn't exactly... (laughs) Exasperation, I feel like, is probably a way you could take this. Yeah. Okay. But But not so severely that I'm like trying to wrest my arm away from... Tirza. No, again, you're in control of yourself. Yeah, yeah. okay. Tirza, it's just... I know. All of us together, and... I know, but Girl's gonna do what he wants to do, and, you know, that's just the way he... I'm, like, deliberately, yeah, gonna start trucking. Sid, maybe you should stay here and keep an eye on him. Yeah, sure. And I'm, I'm just kind of, like, looking through the bag, seeing, like, looking at the money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Sid, it is all platinum. Oh, shit. He really bought you. <laughs> You're not quite it's... sure how many of them there are, but it's a lot. Seems to be legit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was asking if I should do an investigation check. On the coins? Yeah. I mean, if you want, they seem like real money. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, and the the mayor the mayor's still here. Yeah, he's looking over at Grawl, just like with a kind of just like, oh, that dumb fool. Yeah, you know, he's just he's just so he gets an idea in his head, and you just can't convince him out of it, you know. He's, there he's, is a reason that gazebo is behind water. It is a memorial and is very personal to me. 
Uh, how so? What do you What do you mean by that? Brawl, roll me an investigation check. Uh, no. You should look with your special eyes. I'm going to... That's an eight. Cool. The gazebo has six pillars made of different material. The roof is some kind of ancient stone. The materials of the pillars are each a different kind of stone. There's like marble and onyx and granite and uh, brushed basalt of some kind. They're all stone. They're all of just different types. So it looks like an eight-year-old made it in Minecraft. Okay, cool. Maybe a little (laughs) bit. Okay. Each of the pillars has a worked fresco on the interior. Uh, it seems to be telling a story of some kind, though you can't really... It doesn't It doesn't really mean anything to you. It's humans doing human stuff. At the center of the gazebo, there is a small plinth, upon which is a pair of rings. They seem to be simple golden rings. And mm-hmm. written on the stone beneath them, is it simply reads Sergei and Tatiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Not out that here. You, not that you find. Okay. Even if I go all weird, weird-eyed at it. Yeah, you open your Eldritch Sight. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see that there is some kind of abjuration magic on the plinth. Ooh. With the rings. Interesting. Okay. I, I, I don't know. And from across the pond the mayor will say, I would be very careful over there if I were you. That memorial has extreme personal significance, and I would warn you against touching anything. Hey, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Mayor, uh, who, who is Tatiana Quite frankly, sir, that is none of your business, and I would appreciate it if you would leave that gazebo untouched. I'm not touching anything. I'm not touching anything. I'm just like I'm I'm an avid reader and I want to pay my respects to whoever whoever this is. Is this a lie? Well, okay. So it's obviously some sort of like memorial is what Grawl is thinking. Sure. So now he's kind of like mixed emotions like Ooh, maybe I'm maybe I fucked up. Maybe maybe oh. there's something more here. So it's it ooh. He doesn't want to piss off the mayor, so he's trying to get out of it, but he sure, also thinks there's some when, truth to it. When Grawl says, I'm just trying to pay my respects, is any of that actually true? <laughs> I'm going to go with no, based on the look on your yeah, okay. face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So give me a deception yeah. check. Oh, can I try to assist by... You're busy by... counting money. Yeah, fair enough. So that is a bold, bold-faced lie. 
with a one. Oh my god, <laughs> no. The dice, oh, I need to- Girl's dead. It's fine. I'm not <laughs> touching anything. I'm making- I'm walking back. Across the water? No, I'm walking back towards towards where the water is. Okay. Like, you know, well, from, once from once the... you're out the center of the gazebo, the mayor, mm-hmm. stone-faced, still underneath his parasol, will say, Sir, I would appreciate it if you absconded from that island post-haste. Is there a way across? Because I, I did the misty step already. Can I swim? Whatever you need to do, I suggest you do it now. Okay, well, I'm going to get into the water and start swimming. Okay. You find out that the water is only about hip deep. Oh. I'm still going to try to swim. Okay. <laughs> Let's make sure those, those, that muscle memory is still working, because I haven't done a lot of swimming in my time. Okay. So, you get back to the other side of the shore, a little sopping wet mm-hmm. unnecessarily. That's fine. Feels feels good. Tirza, what are you doing while this is happening? Uh, Cherish I'm... is sort of looking on with an exasperated, just like, ugh, this, ugh. I think Cherish is, like, full-on, like, ranting about how annoying Grawl can be. <laughs> like, she's been really, like, nerved about it up until now, but, like, the 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 kick of this, like, yeah, the mayor said, and, like, oh, God, guys, we should listen to him. Is really like the floodgates have opened. Are but we're still in like earshot of this. Oh yeah, absolutely. You're all standing right behind the mayor. I mean, I was just trying to like pull Cherish away, so I just wasn't sure how far we got. Yeah. Um. Before Grawl just teleported. Yeah. <laughs> I th- think I might. Um. Like so, the arm the arm grip I have around Cherish, I might just like tighten it a little bit and just be like, shush, shush, shush. Um, Hand over mouth. No, I think it's more of a like, uh, like a lean over, and it's a like, just very pointed Cherish. And I, I think, and if we've been in earshot, though, I think the Cherish does bounce back with he said it was a memorial this is so rude well he's coming back but I think we should um shut up (laughs) Sid yes 1000 platinum 1000 platinum oh my god (laughs) Cool. Pull myself out of the water, sh- shaking out, sopping wet. And as you do, the mayor is a sudden presence just in front of you. Is it just you, or has the sun gotten darker? It's suddenly slightly overcast. Mm-hmm. There's a cold chill that runs down your spine. I mean, he's a vampire. <laughs> and the mayor says to you, I would appreciate it if you left this park and never returned. Understood. Much obliged. 
let's um uh let's let's go investigate that farm. That's what I've been saying this whole time. Cherish. Yeah, sounds good. And as you're all beginning to skedaddle out of there, the mayor will stand very still at the edge of the pond, staring out at the gazebo. And then before you leave line of sight, he'll turn suddenly and have this bright smile on his face and say, And do remind me to your dear sweet mother, Cherish. Uh, I'm so sorry. I that cut it. I completely cut out. Yeah. Please remind me to your dear sweet mother. It is so good to have her back in town. I will. Thank you kindly. Sorry, guys. Good to, good to see you, Mayor. Oh, uh, no Tirza, will take, Tirza will take the arm not holding Cherish and just like... So the headbutt that I did to Sid earlier that was like the no, it's that, but it's a full force punch in the arm. Just like, no. Ah, mosquito. Ah. Oh, God. So, you all leave the center green. Yeah. Yep. Quickly. Cherish definitely, like, is over her shoulder, like, just up, like, I'm so sorry about this. And then you lose sight of the mayor eventually, cutting through some trees and bushes, and eventually you come out. I'm assuming you're heading southwest? Yep. Yeah, I mean, mainly away from this situation. <laughs> so worth it. I don't know if we need to leave town and me, do we? Yeah, I mean, I was mostly just saying that to get us, like, I mean, out, yeah. out of there. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Um... I don't think I rolled high enough insight to pick up on any of the creepy vibes, but... You were very enamored with the sack of money. The sack of money? It's not the love. It's true. It was hey, almost enthralling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's enthralling. Sorry. Um, I wasn't super interested in keeping the money... Can you think of anywhere in town that needs a large amount of money like this? I mean, it's probably a lot of places. Yeah. I mean... I'm asking Mike specifically. I'm, like, I was about to start listing stuff off, but like... Well, if it was... If, it, if there's something inherently magical that would make Sid want to keep it, that's a different story. Uh, not necessarily, but yeah. there was, at least in the moment, there was something enchanting about this gift that was given. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I think Sid thought about it for a bit. It's like, I could buy a lot of stuff with this. Uh, and then when he, yeah, he thought about it for a bit, and he's like, well, no, I, should, I shouldn't keep it. Cherish, <laughs> the thing that would come first to mind is honestly your mother. Because you know that yeah. she would have had to spend a lot of the earnings you brought back to her buying herself out of the contract with Danjo Deepseam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Other um, than that, there's yeah, there's plenty of people who could use money in and around Blue Gulch. Yeah. Yeah, I think I say, like, well, I mean, my, my mom could really use some money, but I don't think she would take charity. 
You also don't think she would take the mayor's money. Yeah, that's... Well, okay, yeah. Mm. You know who would, Where though. Where am I with this, though? Where am I with this, though? You are you. Okay. Okay. And you would know that Kalkan Iron Strike has yes. always attempted to stay neutral in the rivalry between the mayor and the Deep Seams. And yes. To the point where she has refused charity from both of them. She, yeah. She took a contract with Danjo Deep Seam. That doesn't speak of charity. That speaks of that's where she could have gotten work. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, and she probably wouldn't take that money anyway, but I mean. <sighs> There's lots of people who need money. I mean, the orphanage always needs donations, I suppose. How would you describe the orphanage? Uh, they're not always the best um, organizations. <laughs> um, I mean, it's complicated for me personally. Um, that's That's where Jet grew up. Uh, his mom works there. Um, they worship a vengeance god. The so orphanage? Something. Yeah. The, or it's, the orphanage worships a vengeance god? Yeah, it's it's Saint, it's a Saint Rick. Cuthbert's. God oh, damn it. I was going to be like, I roll a religion check at Saint Cuthbert's. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite pantheon deities. Um, yes, Saint, yeah, Saint Cuthbert's Orphanarium. Saint Cuthbert's Orphanarium. It's, I mean, it's not, it's not terrible. It's like you know, it's mostly like, oh, people who orphan children are bad, and should vengeance should be taken out on them. That's sort of the whole thing. Which that's not bad. Um, Their motto is mostly, like, the best vengeance is a life well lived, so we'd best give these kids a good start. Yeah. Yeah. They they take good care of, of kids. At, at least from what I remember. I mean, I was a kid, but... It's just... She does not like me very much. Um, so, if you want to donate... Oh. <laughs> I'd rather not see her while I'm in town, especially considering. Yeah. Yeah. No, Never that's mind. <laughs> you know, who's always willing to accept money? A good, good friend. Omatep. Yeah, yeah. Just it out there. We yeah. could buy some really nice stuff and then donate that stuff instead of just throwing money around. Uh, well, I mean, the, he, only thing... sells, he only sells, like, magical items, and I'm not sure if we can... I mean, depending on what the magical items are, I'm not sure what could be donated. He's got that nice boat. That fold-up boat or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, way we can yeah. get back in it and row across... The, the green. <laughs> yeah, it's I, only waist deep. I'm afraid of water now. Oh, Character development. <laughs> I associate water with vampires now. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm not. 
speaking of over there, what was over there? What were those names you said? Yeah, what, what did you see? Oh, right. Um, well, I rolled really bad on investigation, so I didn't <laughs> glean a lot. Hmm. Um, I don't know what that means, but sure. Yeah, yeah neither do I. It kind of slipped yeah. out of my mouth. While you're having this conversation, where are you heading? Towards that farm, right? We're not. We're not leaving town yet, right? But or, uh, or are we? Called shot is also that direction, right? No, called shot's kind of in the opposite direction. Honestly, yeah. I thought it was south. No, the called shot's on the northeast no, side north. of town. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's on the way in. Yeah, it's on the way into town. The southwest I mean, for, is yeah. not really a, a corner of town you've explored quite yet. So while you're having this discussion about what Grawl found, where are you walking to? Or are you just stopping at the edge of the center green? I mean... Um... My idea was to go shopping, so I... I mean, I do want to go shopping. I don't want to spend the mayor's money. I... Yeah. I, I can't specifically say why I originally took it, but I don't think I want it. Hmm. Fair enough. I thought people could really use it here. What if we bury it, create some sort of treasure map, and then hide the treasure map, and one day someone will find it? I don't think that would help the people of this town very much. It might one day. Who's to say? I'm just trying to figure out how we get out of this. Out of what? Owen the mayor. Do we owe him anything? I mean, right now, we have a giant bag of his money. Yeah, that he gave us gave, gave me for... Yeah. Yeah, but don't you think it's probably a bit much? Like there's a it's wink a, and a nod and it's a, a and lot. A, yeah, it's I a mean, lot. not if whatever like was over there moment. was incredibly important to him, which it sounds like it was. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah. but uh, question, Mike. Does he get like a like he gets a mayoral stipend or whatever, right? Or was he rich when he came here? Who is there any? Yeah, uh, the mayor. mayor. I mean, he runs the largest sugar plantation in the valley, and sugar okay. is a resource that is very, very rare. Mm. Okay, I just want to make sure he's not paying us with taxpayer money. You have no idea. No yep. idea. I bet you he keeps his books squeaky clean too. I what? I mean, I think, I think we. <laughs> You're just saying that out of no. I think Grawl just says that. We've seen out of we've seen lawyer. Yeah. We've seen lawyer Grawl, and now we're seeing accountant. Really great. Yeah, well, I need to know that. everything about warfare. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Financing Honestly, war. Uh -huh. That makes defending sense. it. <laughs> yeah. All of in it. court. Nope. <laughs> Hobgoblins are famously litigious. Yeah, and fair enough. The, mil the military has like court systems. Mm -hmm. I know. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> I'm just making a goof because he's dumb. <laughs> Girl's so smart. You don't even know. He doesn't even know. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm assuming that you do tell us that 
Yeah, no, I'll give you guys the full rundown. Weird rings and a memorial. Mm-hmm. Kind of gaudy. I didn't want to tell him that, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like the. I mean, have you uniform. seen the man? Have you I, seen yeah. the house he lives in? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I mean, he's like the definition of gaudy. That's needed more true. bones, honestly. More bones. Yeah, more more natural elements. And this is just mm. kind of meh. too cold. Too cold for me. No uh, how how far out of town? Is the farm? Yes. Uh, you don't know if a kid ran here behind the horses. Probably not super far. Okay. Yeah, I I think Cherish is still like. I don't know. Like we could go shopping. It doesn't matter to me. But like, I'd also like to hear what these people at the farm have to say. We can go talk to the people at the farm, and while we're doing that, we can uh, spend that time thinking about what to do with the money. That's a good idea. Sounds good. Problem solved. Okay. Time efficiency. So, you head southwest out of town, mm -hmm. and you know that the the first farmstead out of town is a uh, one owned by the Tumbledown family. The Tumbledowns are an old family that uh, settled this chunk of the drylands, presumably right after the days when magic went mad and when the first families were settling outside of Stormhaven. Dang. Yeah. They claim to be one of the oldest farming families in the drylands, though there are like six families that claim that. Yeah. It's a it's a hotted, hotly contested uh, contest each year about who's the oldest family. Heading there, you let's see what would Cherish know about this family. Uh, you would know that there is at least six kids to this family. There is a, mm -hmm. a mother and a father as well. The youngest kid that Grawl maybe interrogated, you wouldn't recognize. He might be new. Um, Mm -hmm. Or at least he was so young before that you wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. Um, but as Last you're... time I saw you, you were this big. Yeah. Just a little squirt. Um, but there, the farmstead itself is maybe only two hours out of town. And as you're moving through these large pastoral lands, you can see big waving fields of grain as you're moving down this long southwest winding road. It's gone from a well-tended-to dirt road to more of, like, dirt. It's a cart road, really. Mm -hmm. You've got, like, that center strip in the middle that has grass growing yeah. on it. And as you're winding your way down along the road, eventually you're passing these big fields of grain that seem to be growing unseasonably. You're in the middle of winter right now, and there's this big mm -hmm. field of grain growing just to your right. To everybody else here besides Cherish, this is really weird. Tirza, you would know that even in the northern parts of the drylands, this is weird. 
like where the Bari village is, you still have to plant crops based on seasons. You can't be gr halfway through a growth cycle in the middle of winter. Eventually, you see the farmstead in the distance. It's a large two-story house. It looks as though it's been added onto several times. There's a huge silo out back, a large barn house as well. And you see, as you're walking down this road, one thing that you do note, and it's very hard to miss, are the burnt hoof tracks that you're basically following out of town. Yeah. As you're coming up on the farmstead, you can see that the tracks lead back past the farm. They go off-road and out into the fields. And you see lots of people running around with buckets, stamping out little fires that have cropped up out in the, the wheat fields here. Yeah. They seem to have it mostly under control, but they're still, like, stamping out embers and making sure they're smothering everything so that the fire won't restart. Yeah. Um... Do I see anybody that I recognize that I could just like that I could call out to? Uh, off to the side near the edge of the farmstead at a well, you see there the oldest daughter of the Tumbledowns, and that is uh, Tina Tumbledown. She is maybe a few years older than you, and she is at a well, and she is constantly hauling up buckets of water. And passing them to her older brothers as they're coming back for more water. Mm. Uh, I think Cherish like, w like is like waving and running over to her. Um, Tina. And like she'll get one last bucket up and slosh it off, and uh, she'll look up and you see this pretty plain-looking uh, late teens, early twenties. She's got a very rough brown kind of almost not sackcloth, but it's definitely like not a fine looking dress. It's a dress made for work that comes down just below her knees to expose these huge workman's boots. They look like maybe an old pair of her father's boots that she's stuffed extra layers of socks in so they fit properly. She's got her sleeves rolled up past the elbow. She's got her hair tied back with a ribbon. And she'll wipe her brow with sweat and she'll look to you and say, Cherish Iron Strike. Damn, you've grown. Yeah. Is there anything I can do to help? Well, not if you can't put out fires, though. We've got it mostly handled now. I think uh, Tom and Turner have the East Field mostly covered. That's good. Um, did you see what happened? Like, well, okay. We followed the tracks out of town. We took care of the horses. They're gone now. Um, Damn. What? Did you see them come in? I guess? She'll finally take in the group that you're with, and she'll kind of like, she was focused on you, and you're dressed fairly similarly to like a, yeah. a local, in terms of your plain, simple garbs. But she'll take a step back and glance at your companions and, like, the heavily gleaming green armor of Tirza with the big purple cloak, the the fine vest and sword of Sid, and, like, kind of 
the more ratty looking Grawl, but with the huge, I mean, is the great sword, are you wearing it on your back? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Intimidation factor. <laughs> That'll look cool. With the oh, pale yes. white skin and the gleaming red eyes. And she's just like, um, Stop. yeah, uh, no, no, I, 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 she looks very nervous. Cherish. She says, Tina, these are I'm, these are my uh, traveling companions. Uh, Tirza kind of wilts in the background. <laughs> right. Um. N- no, I-, I didn't see anything. It was a uh, pawn. Little Toby mostly saw the. They said they saw these great flaming horses running on through the fields and then charging up th- into town. Hmm. Uh, is your father out in the fields putting out fires? Uh, no, he he put out the worst of it, and he's uh back up at the back up the house. He's running the books, seeing seeing how much of the yield we lost. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you. She'll perk up a little bit, and she'll say, "Good to see you too, Cherish." It's good to have you home. Yeah. Cherish just sort of wilts that a little bit. Um, well, uh, I'll let you get back back to it. I'm going to go see if, talk to your father. All right. Give your best to your mother for me. I will. And so you head towards the farmhouse? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everybody give me perception checks. Why can't I roll oh, well? Damn it. I haven't been rolling super. Eleven. Eleven. Fifteen. Fifteen. Dirty 20. Mm. Grawl. Yeah, that's a... That's a 13. 13. Well, you got better than I did. Uh-huh. Sid. Just need to do better. Mm. You are the only one... I mean, there are birds around in the sky around here. Some of them are circling in the air, riding the thermals of some of the burned crops, using it to mm. get easier altitude. But you definitely notice the large raven perched on the awning of the front deck of this house. And with a dirty 20, you definitely notice that it has two pairs of wings. Whoa. I, like, nudge, cherish, Hmm? and sort of point at at the raven. Oh, should I, should I ask it if it, what, ask it? Yeah. It's a bird? What has, oh yeah, I guess, is that, <sighs> make that leap. Yeah. I mean, bird with four wings is weird. Yeah, but I've only seen the lesser turn into a rat. And a bug. 
So I don't know that it can turn into a raven. It's just has multiple limbs. I'm just not sure because I can make that leap as Elliot. I guess give me a straight uh, intelligence roll. Okay. Covering up the bars. Like, where did it go? Sixteen? I mean, you know, based on all the transformations you've seen of the lesser, it seems to be bound by having six limbs, regardless of what form it takes. The rat, it was, had six limbs. The bug, even though it looked like a spider, only had six legs. Yeah. And when it's in, in its impish form, it has a pair of wings, two arms, and two legs. Yeah. Does have two pairs of wings and two legs. So, so it's yeah. not it's not a ridiculous assumption. I'm gonna go for it. But I'm gonna whisper for whatever reason. Um Lesser, is that you? The raven seems disinterested. It doesn't seem to be paying attention. It's just like cocking its head, looking around. Like a raven do. Hey! <laughs> Don't ignore me! Blow it up. <laughs> Psst! Oh, that's a bad noise. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought the pop filter would make that better. It's mostly fine. Um... So you do this, like, underneath the awning? Yeah. Okay. There doesn't seem to be anyone directly around you as you do this. There's no one on the porch or anything. And as you do, the raven will just kind of, like, bop up to the edge of the roof and, like, look down at you and cock its head all bird-like. You have two pairs of wings. (laughs) Come on. Just cock its head the other way. Unbelievable. I knock on the door. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you do, the raven will flutter down behind you and land on the, the railing of the porch. And uh, when you knock on the door, it's just a screen door. You see that the, the interior heavy wooden door is open. And mm-hmm. a uh, a man, you'll hear grunt from an inside room and totter over and you see this big thick burly guy dressed in overalls come to the door with this weary ash-stained face and kind of push it open so that he's leaning in the door frame and looking at looking down at you and you know that this is uh Thomas Tumbledown mhm I guess they'll call him Mr. Tumbledown mhm and they'll say Cherish, been an age and a half. What brings you out yeah. here? I know you've had a difficult morning. I'll we wanted say. to ask. You. Yeah, uh, we wanted to ask you about horses. Well, me and Tom Junior out there on the 
eastern field this morning. We saw them things galloping up out of the plains. First, we weren't sure what to think. Saw them horses with manes of fire. Then they come charging straight into the wheat fields and just plow on through. Never seen anything like it. Only thing I could think was some damn fool down south of ways had gotten their horses lit on fire, but maybe one of them Edinsons or Archers, I'm not sure, but nah, that ain't it. Those horses weren't on fire. They, they were fire. Yeah. Don't know if I can say it much plainer than that. No, I I believe you for sure. Um, the uh, they they ran into town and damn trouble and uh, would you mind if we went out to the eastern field, checked out where they came from? I don't want to trespass or anything. Uh, by all means, just. Tread careful. Don't know what sparks are still lit out there. Hopefully we got most of them, but do me a favor. You see anything else smoldering, you stamp it down right good. Yeah, I think that we can do that. Kind of, it. like, look at look at everybody. <laughs> For the first time, Mr. Tumbledown will, like, glance back at your friends and be like, It's a group of... You got interest in friends here, Cherish. Yeah. Um, this, uh, yeah, this is uh, Tirza and Sid and Grawl. Mm. Howdy. Howdy. Yo. <clears throat> well, I'm, I got some more tabulating to do, so. Uh, of course. If you need anything else, just uh, ask after Tina or one of my sons. I'm sure they could help you, but. Uh, you be careful. Ella. I don't know where those things came from, but I can only assume poking where they done came from would only lead to trouble. Yeah. Right, so I sent young Tom up to town. He did a good job. Yeah. If he's bringing Calcan Ironstrike's daughter back, I'd say he done a good job indeed. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's the best boy. He's the best boy. <laughs> if he says anything about a large man who accosted him, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> my my half brother um <laughs> uh Grawl too. Um <laughs> Or, sorry, really? sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, no, his name his name is really Gralso. scraping the bottom of the barrel with that one. No, his name is Gralso. <laughs> okay, there we go. Damn. Oh boy. He has uh, a he has a goatee. <laughs> yeah, he's very very mean. I'm the what everyone says so, including him. Gralso. So also a liar. No. You head out to the east field. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, as if the raven is still there when we, when we're leaving, I'm just like, give it a really dirty look. 
and it'll cock its head again. And as you're leaving, you head towards the fields. You pass Tina. She'll give you a, a brief wave and a smile, though a bit of a concerned look when she looks at your companions. As you move off into the field, it's pretty easy to track the progress of the nightmares. Their, their burned hooves definitely leave a mark in dry wheat. It seems mm -hmm. as though a large swath of the field was on fire before the farmers managed to get it under control. And it appears as though they cut straight across this field from a southwesterly direction until they hit the road, and then they just followed the road straight up into town. Mm -hmm. As you're moving into the large burn swath, there's no one really around for dozens of meters, and eventually you come to a patch where the farmlands kind of ends, and you see it just stretching off into more pastoral green fields dotted with scrub, and the tracks lead off in that direction. And there's a, a rough, knotted fence at the edge of this farmland that has been almost completely destroyed. It seems as though the nightmares just burst through it. Mm -hmm. And landing on a post, the raven will just, like, pop out of the sky. It's four wings fluttering. And it'll say, I couldn't exactly talk to you when there were regular people around. I mean, come on! You could have given me some kind of sign or, like, turned into the rat or something. I am incognito, child. What part of that don't you understand? <laughs> Ravens God, don't him. have force wings. Well, not everyone's as observant as all of you. Yeesh. God. Yeesh. God. Okay, what were you doing riding a bunch of fiery horses? Hitching a ride. From where to where? From there to here. Were those... Actually, we can talk... Oh, yeah. I can talk to you, right? <laughs> I mean, if you have to. Okay, great. Were they your horses? <laughs> no. Do you know where the horses came from? <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna tell us? Not if I don't have to. Yeah. I cast Zone of Truth. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, he doesn't, like, he, they're not compelled to say anything, so it wouldn't matter. I've never been this far out before. I gotta say, this place smells weird. I... How do you mean? Well, it's just, every other time I've seen you, I was, uh, you know, inside. Now, I'm out here. I've never been on the material plane. It's it's freaky. I don't like it. So you're actually here, here? I don't know where else I'd be. That means we can kill him. <laughs> Do you say that out loud? Grawl, <laughs> 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 <sighs> 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 do you say that out loud? No. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Well, thinking it. Very hard. Like, you said, like you said before, the other times I was quote-unquote close, yep. so you could not exactly be on the material plane, but at least 
see me. Oh, I mean, no, you came to us those other two times. Hmm. Interesting. The boss got us most of the way, and then you came just wandering straight in. It was real convenient-like. Gotta say, this time, though, <laughs> like I said, I, I, I caught a ride. Is your boss the one who's been looking for Cherish? I mean... No. We've, we found her. She's right there. So you wouldn't know anything about bounty hunters? Bounty hunters? Yeah. Hunting Cherish? <clears throat> and he'll cock his little raven head and, like, the beak will strangely approximate, like, a sardonic grin in a weird way. And Ew, I hate it. <laughs> he'll look to you, Cherish, and say, You got a price on your head, kid? I do. The breaking of a contract. And the raven will just kind of, like, stop. And suddenly its body just, like, morphs and, like, it's like putty being remolded. The form sort of takes on this gel-like quality. And suddenly there's this long-limbed red creature with large bat-like wings, this horrible little snarly pug face and a long scorpion tail and little hooves for feet kind of sitting crouched like a gargoyle on this post. And he'll say, are you saying what I think you're saying? If you think I'm saying... The th no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. What kind of... Did, who, 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 how did you... Who, how, how do you know? I received a message. Okay. That's From it? my father. Oh. Yeah. And the message said that You're not saying that, uh, and he'll, like, point down the bounty was... Kid, what have you gotten yourself into? I was born, apparently. Well, I mean... Tech... Yes. Cherish, you should show him the... the bounty. Trying to play that one a little close to the best, Tirza, but okay. I don't lie. <laughs> Sometimes the direct route is the best. I have it on me, and so I pull it out, and I unfold it or whatever. I don't hand it to him, but I show it to him. The minute you unfold it and show it to the lesser, uh, he vanishes. Tirza? You don't have to do anything you don't want to do, man. <laughs> and it a, wasn't... a voice from the middle of nowhere will say, Gotta go, kid. Gotta report this to the boss. You stay safe. I love this dude. 
right? I love the lesser. He's great. I think even Cherish likes him a lot. Uh, like, he's the worst, but... <sighs> he turns into a little pudgy rat. I love it. <laughs> um, Cherish throws up her hands. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Cherish throws up. Well... Character choice. Okay. 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 Cherish is rubbing her face and saying, "Okay, a lot." Over again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And now Cherish is pacing back and forth, their arms up in the air, saying, "I don't know." Should we keep following the tracks? I don't know. I don't know, Sid. Let's follow the tracks. Sure, let's do it. Great. Super. Adventure. So you keep following the tracks? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why not? All right. You move in a southwesterly direction, and it soon becomes clear that as you move over a low hill and you see the next farmland that these creatures' paths may be barely skirted the next farm over, but they just keep on going into the distance into the southwest, and you could hike for days until you maybe find their end. In the distance, though, looking south on this clear, empty day down here in the drylands, your eyes inevitably see the haze of the storm wall mountains to the southwest, the low hills rising before them until those sheer mountainous peaks rise up and up and up, your eyes moving until they see the dull gray-blue bulbous clouds of the outer storm just over the peaks of those mountains. Even in the middle of the day, their strange, multicolored lightning flashing in their darkness. Kept at bay by the magic of the old mage. These tracks seem to lead directly towards those foothills, in the shadow of those mountains. Well, I don't think we're prepared for this kind of journey at the moment. Plus, we got a party to go to. Hate to keep the mayor waiting. He's so fond of us now. Do you think we've been uninvited from his birthday? I think the whole entire town is invited, so I don't think you can uninvite someone. It's the like, whole town, except for Sid, Tears of Crawl, <laughs> and Cherish. Honestly, I if I had to think about it, I probably got uninvited. But, I mean, you can't have three without, like, having the fourth one there out of, like, people who save the town. You can't have that. You can't have that. And worst case scenario, you can just sneak in like you did last time. Yeah, I'll be a... Yeah, the last a, party you didn't get invited to. Hey, hey, those were dark times, okay? I don't like thinking about that. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but maybe for a different reason. You're applying. <laughs> so... You turn around and begin trekking back towards Blue Gulch, passing by the tumble-down farm on your way back. 
Um, um, oh, we're yeah. going to do that. We're going to do the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say that on the on the way back, uh, maybe we bring up that depending on, I guess, uh, I guess the first question is, do I know what the Tumbledown's relationship is with the mayor in vis-a-vis taking charity from taking money from him? You, hmm, give me a history check. Okay. They also don't have to know where the money I was just from. about to That's say, true. we don't have to tell them. Um, uh, that is a 14. You're not sure. Yeah. The loyalties of individual farmers out in the, the steads isn't necessarily anything you've yeah. ever tracked. And you were very young when you it's, yeah, exactly. were among these people on a regular basis. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be the full amount. I mean, we could just go and ask, you know. A platinum. A platinum's a lot. Yeah. And we got, like, a bunch of them. Yeah. That um, Gundam is looking so nice, though. <laughs> but yeah, Cherish is like, you know, depending on how much, if they've lost a lot, we could offer to donate some of the money we got to the tumble downs. I don't know if that's a good idea. I think I'm it's not great. really. Yeah. If they'll take it. Yeah. Chance that they probably won't take it from me. So. The young one will take it from me. Say that one more time, Grawl. We could give the money to the little one as he returns from town. Okay. That actually is not a bad idea. That's very cute. Yeah. Okay. Oh, how about this? I have the. Yes, I want to wear the hat, though. You're not attuned to it, girl. It's not going to work. I just want to wear the hat. Oh, You won't okay. recognize me with the hat on. I'm clearly someone oh, else. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, it is It is not. a hat of disguise. It's not. Fine, fine. Okay, Cherish, how about this? Yes. You give the tiny little scared boy the money, and we go hide in the bushes. Or we could just keep walking. It's fine. It, it, I, we don't have to hide in the bushes. I don't know how I many bushes there are around to hide a, in. A, a good gesture... Since you scared him so bad. Mm. I do have the hat. I'll give you the hat. It okay, might I'll wear the scare hat. him again. I, you know, I... No, Wearing the I'll bucket hat, you're going back up the road towards Blue Gulch. Eventually, you are passing the small boy who you know now is Thomas Jr. Mm-hmm. Who is being flanked by several Haven Guard with their long, mechanical, repeating crossbows, their duster coats and their wide-brimmed hats, and they... At least one of them will turn to the other and, like, say something and point to the four of you as you're approaching, and they'll both nod and tip their hats at you as you're approaching. And the boy will uh, definitely, like, scooch away when he sees Grawl and, like, lean towards one of the Haven Guard. Um, I've got this. I always I tell everyone, don't worry. I've got this. I've got this. Um, I'm gonna break off from everyone else and go over to them. Uh, uh, good afternoon, or how you folks say howdy, howdy. Yes, howdy. howdy. Um, howdy. 
earlier when I was in town, um, this young young boy here um, dropped um, this, and I'm gonna hand him like a tiny little. Do I have? Do you have like a little extra pouch or whatever that we could put like a few of the platinum in? Yeah, sure. I'll say you had like you used up a pouch that had jerky or something in it. Okay. Um, he dropped this, um, and uh, I, I saw him talking uh, with someone who looked a lot like me. Um, it was—I I, just—I don't want to get confused, but uh, that was my brother, uh, my half brother, Grosso. Um and he's a terrible, terrible individual, and he's quite, quite mean. And I, I, I want to make sure this young boy gets his money back, because um, that would be a shame if he, uh, if he lost. This, especially since his family is going through such a trying time right Give now. Give me a deception check. Uh, come on, it just leans over and it's like, he could have just given If this is a nat 20. No, it's not, but it is an 18. My god. Plus three, so it's a 21. <laughs> <laughs> the Haven Guard says, a hero twice over. Well, thank you very much. And he'll take the pouch and hand it off to Thomas, who's still, like, hiding behind the other Haven guard. Fair. And Thomas is Thomas Jr. is just looking at you with these big, wide, terrified eyes. But uh, the Haven guard will lead him down and say, Here you go, son. This fine hero is returning this money to you and your family. What for you can spend it on all sorts of new goods and services in the community that we all share. Isn't he a righteous hero? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, do we know that Grawl intimidated a child? You don't, I just technically. Told you. I didn't I don't. say it. All I said was I talked to some fine folk in town. That's true. Uh, yep. <laughs> I was stealthily being a sheep. I might have... True. I almost said eagle. I almost said eagle-eyed, and then tried to make sheep a sheep pun about it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Bad. Bad. But anyway, <laughs> sorry. Last one of the night. The the Haven Guard will lead Tom Junior away. Uh, he's like clutching this little pouch of money and looking very confused and still a little terrified. But he's leading. He's dutifully leading the guards back to his farm. And the four of you start wandering back up the road towards Blue Gulch. It is now later in the day. It is probably closing in on evening. The sun is beginning to set. Though you still I gave have him a, a, one last wink. A few, maybe like an hour and a half of daylight left before the sun is truly set. Uh, when you give him one last wink, he just like smiles weakly at you, really confused and maybe believing the half brother thing. You're not <laughs> sure. <laughs> but like that it's doesn't make any way. sense because he's your half brother, but he looks exactly <laughs> like you. Carl doesn't know how hat. to lie very well. I'm not wearing the hat right now. I just want you. Okay, I, I, took the I, hat I, crumpled, off. I crumpled it back up and stuffed it in my bag unceremoniously, as I have been doing. <laughs> Cherish, thank you for the disguise. We're You're very welcome. Mm -hmm. You Did make good. You make it yeah. back into town, though. With in the middle of the, the twilight hour. The the gas lamps are slowly being lit by themselves. They seem to be capable of that somehow. The uh, the town is coming a bit more alive as uh, raucous shouts and 
uh, whoops and hollers are being heard from different saloons around town. Uh, you know that it is the start of the weekend here in Blue Gulch. And in a, a couple more days, it's going to be the mayor's cotillion, and then it's going to be a real party. Yeah. Where do you all head? To the bar. Uh, Cherish, I seem to recall, is immune to certain beverages. Do we want to go do this grift? I, I, I will. I'm a, an upstanding citizen in this community. Yeah, I, I will have I will. no part in it, but I will. I will observe from a table. Let's go to a bar so we can tip waitresses with platinum coins. <laughs> You're throwing money away like that. Think of my future Gundam, okay? <laughs> to be fair, I was the one who accepted it. You don't really get a say in the matter. <laughs> Do you think he would have given all of us a bag of that size? Or just, I have no just idea. One? It doesn't matter. Yeah, let's go to a bar. Let's get something to eat. Maybe a few drinks, figure out a plan, how we want to spend the next couple of days. Yeah. Or. Or. We go back to that uh, gazebo. No, we're not going back. Am I still against the idea? <laughs> the mayor said you shouldn't go there. Okay, yeah. No, we're not. I'm not going to go to the gazebo. We shouldn't go right. to the gazebo. Just throwing it out there. I don't know. The only thing that is curious to me is why the horses wanted to get to the gazebo. Yeah. I don't think the gazebo is doing anything wrong. It never hurt anybody. <laughs> it, it's just standing there looking pretty and gaudy. But, yeah. uh, I don't think the gazebo is where we need to be looking at the moment. Exactly. We can always come back next time we're in Blue Gulch and just destroy that thing. No. <laughs> but today... <laughs> Maybe we just wait for the mayor to go on vacation, okay? In the 300 years Mayor yeah. Zeke has been in charge of Blue Gulch, he has not once taken a day of vacation. So he's past due then. He's accumulated a lot of days. They do roll yeah. over. It seems mm -hmm. like it, that's kind of messed up, but... Yeah. As you're making your way through town, moving towards some bar or saloon to whet your whistles. Grawl, I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Woo! That's uh, alright. Yep. The mayor's probably not happy. I uh, don't know if that's the mayor. Mayor, yeah. It could be anyone. Have, I'm just racking up. So many enemies. Grawl, you have so many enemies. <laughs> it could be that small child. He's bought some he, sort of he, magic he was sword. Evil the whole time. Yeah, he summoned those horses. Oh, uh, that's a fourteen. Okay. Girl explodes into a <laughs> scanner a, a, style. No, a rain <laughs> of potted plants. The three of you, Tirza, Cherish, and Sid, move on towards your destination. Grawl bring up the rear, as always. 
Grawl, you almost instinctively hang a hard left at a certain point into an alley. Losing immediate sight of your friends. It seems as though your feet are moving on their own. Okay, this is new. You move down about 20 feet this alley. You're completely aware of what you're doing, but you're not in control of your own body. Am I, like, I'm aware of the fact that, like, uh, help, help, you not are, doing this? You are in the passenger seat, but you are not at the driver side. Okay, that's fine. Any attempts to scream are halted by your own mouth. Perfect. As you come down this alley, it gets darker and darker. The streetlights of the city fading behind you. It seems to terminate in a large wall of black stone that almost seems out of place in this town. It's not adobe or terracotta or some kind of clay. It's not the wood structures you've seen as well. It's this gothic etched stone pockmarked by time and moisture. Terrific. Absolutely fantastic. I love it so much. Slowly floating down from above you gliding on a parasol that is open. Goddamn Mary Poppins. The mayor lands on one heel in complete silence. Folds up his parasol as he lands. Stares at you with eyes unburdened by his wraparound sunglasses. Those two points of crimson. That probably sounded great to the audio listeners, which was all of them. And he'll say, you and I need to have a discussion, boy. And I think it is there that we will end our session. Because as always, you can find us on Twitter at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners, especially ones who have every idea of what's going on with the mayor, because it ain't exactly subtle at this point. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hey. You can... oh, oh, there we go. Go for it. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Elliot C. Lewis. Uh oh boy. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> okay. Alright. Uh I am Olivia. You can you guys know that. Sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> We're so what? good at this. We're killing it. Happened. Yeah. I still have plenty um, of energy. You guys can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia. Come hang out. Come talk to me about what your face claims for uh, the mayor are. I know what mine are. Yep. The answer might surprise you. Yes. (laughs) 
but please let us explain. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Readimus. That's uh, T H E R E E D I M U S. All those fun, fun letters. Um, uh, maybe draw pictures of Grosso, just an evil version of Grol. You know, he is the. Yeah, no, he, he, I mean, Grawl already looks evil anyways, so it's fine. Just give him a tweedly mustache and a, a, a cane. I don't know. What do evil people wear? Suits and ties? I don't know. Sure. That's, you know. Um, and I am not on Twitter uh, or most other social medias, but if you need to contact me, feel free to rate our podcast and uh, on whatever platform you are consuming it uh feel free to let us know what we should spend this money on uh preferably public works projects you know um but you know um yeah yes please write a review in the form of a public works uh (laughs) request (laughs) request yes (laughs) i I will give you five stars if you i don't know feed a homeless shelter i I don't know And of course, you can find me on Twitter at MKGorgoni, where I am more than willing to discuss the transplanar nonsense that is going on here, because, oh boy, are we digging into it now. Um, please please ask him, because he won't tell us. And yeah, if you ask him, asking. we follow him on Twitter, so we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. all, all he does is give us vagaries, always. And then he just mm-hmm. gives us like evil devil horn-like emojis in every conversation. <laughs> it's all he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Impossible to decipher. And mm-hmm. even if he is not in this episode, though he is anxiously waiting for the adventurers to spend all of that gold, uh, you can follow Omotep on Twitter over at NPC underscore AN because even when he is being slighted in favor of a public works project, he is, of course, <laughs> unimportant NPC. Hey, Omotep, I tried to get you some coin, dude. I tried. Okay. <laughs> you got good stuff. And of course, if you want to hear me over my other podcast panel up, you can do so. Uh, I believe in the most recent episode, we will be discussing uh, G. Willow Wilson's uh, Miss Marvel, which she just recently ended her run on. And our very own Elliot Lewis will be joining us for that discussion. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I will. Sweet, sweet. So, uh, as always, the world is chaos, y'all. So be kind. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.